Anyway, I told her, like, you know, if you expect this fence to get built on time, you 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 really can't reasonably expect there not to be a few dead bodies on your property. Like, it's just going to happen. I said, we'll just drive back down to Home Depot, pick up another couple of them, and we'll get this thing built, you know? You know, get, just give me another week and we'll have it up. Yeah, I mean, when they're, when they're not working the way they should be, mm-hmm. and they're just not listening... I mean, you got to do what you got to do. What am yeah. I crazy? I mean, they they wanted you to feed them. I'm like, running. A, I'm running a business here. I don't have time yeah. to go get food. Come on, like or you tools. Have to be reasonable. Yeah, or you know, shoes or water or you know, whatever. Yeah, you know. But she was just so fucking pissed. I'm like, look, I'll get rid of them. Just you know, give me another week, and you know, we got. So long story short, we do have the fence up. It's a little. I crooked, saw it. it. It looks nice. Does it? I, it so? does. Yeah, it does really look. Nice. I think that the. Uh, you know, you can really tell the blood, sweat, and tears that went in it. Mostly the blood. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's that's a lot of left blood over, but but uh, some sweat and tears as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks. It, I think it looks good. Definitely, definitely tears. Uh, but most definitely blood. A lot of yeah, blood left. Yeah. But. Oh, hey, everybody. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, Didn't realize the recording was on there. Hey. Yeah, I, I just, you know, just want to make sure it was working. So oh, yeah, I okay. To, try to, um, we'll, we'll probably just leave that in. It's probably yeah, nothing it's important. Fine. It's yeah. fine, yeah. Uh, not, not too incriminating. Um, <laughs> hey, everyone, we're, we're back. Uh, getting back into it. Uh, doing the thing. Doing the thing. Uh, uh, uh. This is Sequelize This. I, I, I'm Dan Sarnowski. I'm here with my co-host, Chris yeah. Reddy. I feel Hello, like I haven't introduced buddy. us in a little while. Yeah, it's all right. I think I forget to do that sometimes. I'm such a good podcaster. I'm getting, uh, the, re- I'm getting real good at this. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're we're back for another week, and uh, we're we're here, and you're we're, listening to this. Yep. And uh, you're probably like driving in your car, or uh, you know, doing some chores around your house, or mm-hmm. furiously masturbating, or you know, whatever it is you do when you listen to this podcast. Yeah. We don't judge. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're. We're going to talk about uh, Godfather Part 2 this week. Yeah. Absolutely. We're definitely talking about it this week. We are absolutely 100%. We've had enough distractions and and side quests and uh, misdemeanors that we, we, you know, we're definitely going to talk about this week. Yeah. Um, So I I feel like we've, you know, wasted enough time not talking about the Godfather Part 2. I know. Let's just dive um, right into it. Let's just dive right into it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, you watched uh, the Godfather Part Two this week. So uh, how do you, how did you feel when you saw it? Here's the thing. Okay. Um, I I went out and like just bought the Blu-ray. I went to Target and okay. bought it, and I had it sitting there, um, and I was about to put it into the Blu-ray player. And remember, I said last week I watched Garfield Two. Yeah, Tale of Two Cicadies. Cities. Yeah, and you uh, recommended it. Yeah. Um, well, I. Uh, I kind of just felt like watching that again. Really? So, so you know. So I, that makes it a tale of, of four kitties at this point? Well, six kitties, because I watched it a third time <laughs> right after. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know. Um, so I ha- I ha- legitimately have Godfather Part 2 there. Yeah. I just, you know. Well, hey, you know, sometimes. <sighs> Sorry, I never we, we are legitimate film critics. And, you know, I, I feel like anybody, given the choice between Coppola's masterpiece, Godfather Part 2. Oh, yeah. 
and Garfield to it. Gilbert's masterpiece. I think I think the choice is very clear, and I I, I think you definitely made the Ethan right choice. Ethan Cohen, not that one. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> Garfield. Uh, Garfield two. All right. Well. Um, what about you? You yeah. you you've seen God watch Godfather two this week? What do we, you know? We could try and get through this. I I didn't I didn't get to watch it this week. Oh, so I've been having so much trouble with you know Blu-ray players and, and Blu-rays and losing discs. Firefighters, and, and firefighters, <laughs> and 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 you know zombie deer and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I bought the movie like four times already. I'm going to the Pirate Bay. There you go. I'm just gonna get you know I'm just gonna get a cop. I'm just gonna just go on there. Um, please don't come after me for this. I mean, everybody does it. You know, we're, we're no one's no one's. You know, no one's not guilty for, of doing this. But like I said, I bought it like four times already, so I already gave them the, my money. Hmm. Uh, and the, I mean, the movie's been out for like fucking sixty years. Who gives a shit? Right. Uh, so you know, I, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go to Pirate Bay. I'm just gonna get you know, just get a, DVD, a Blu-ray rip of it. Um, and well, um, as you noticed, I, I did I did have to get a new computer. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it, it like it's the weirdest thing. Uh, downloaded it, so everything seemed like it went fine. And you know, open it, and I had like, I, I didn't count all of them. There was like four thousand like pop ups that came up. Oh, um, was it? What did it say? Like Godfather two dot No, most of it had to do with the size of my penis oh, and, and what okay. I could do to to fix that. Um, and I was like, you know what? You know, I don't dislike my penis, but it yeah. could always be bigger. So, of course, yeah. Uh, I did. I did, you know went ahead and clicked one of them. What are you a pussy? You don't want a bigger. No, absolutely penis? not. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no, yeah. who doesn't want pussy. a bigger penis? Um, so I, you know, I clicked one of them and, um, yeah, it like, it totally destroyed my computer. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was real bad. Um, you know, so that, that's why I had to get a new one. Um, and, uh, so now, um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do about Godfather part two because that clearly Shit. was not the right idea. Uh, so you know, just disclaimer, you know, don't pirate it. It'll, it'll kill your computer. Yeah. And, uh, and it'll put, you know, tens of you know billionaires out of uh yes out of extra money think of the billionaires think of all those rich you know media moguls who aren't going to be able to buy their second yacht exactly because you pirated you can't have one yacht no definitely not um i mean you wouldn't download a car no you wouldn't so why would you download a movie um and and second disclaimer Gentlemen, just just be just be happy with the penis you have. Yeah, you know. Um, sometimes Unless it's like really small. Yeah, then, you know, right, right. Unless it is really small. There's like surgeries you can do, but yeah, you sure. Know, just don't you know, tell anybody. Cause this, yeah, there's there's discreet ways you can do that. It's fucking loser. Uh, but don't know. click on one of the thousands of pop up ads on your computer about enlarging your penis. Yeah. Um, so don't do that because most of it's not that good, honestly. Yeah, I you know it, it definitely seems like the right idea. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I guess I'll never know. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to be happy with my totally average penis. Yeah. Uh, Dan Sarnowski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, it looks like uh, another week where we didn't watch The Godfather Part 2. Oh, fuck. You know what I did watch? Uh, I don't know what you watched because you uh, told me yet. Garfield 2, A Tale of Two <laughs> Kitties. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I also, uh, in between viewings of uh, Garfield 2, I uh, watched... Uh, one of my favorite sequels of all time, Rocky Two. Rocky Two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, oddly enough, I also watched Rocky Two. What a fucking coincidence! Who would have thought? <laughs> How is it that every week we we don't aren't able to watch Godfather Part Two, but I we're able know. to watch another sequel? Wow! It's incredible. All right. 
Well, okay, I, I, I really have to apologize to everyone who, who was looking forward to us watching and talking about Godfather Part 2. Um, you know, we'll definitely get it to get to it soon. Next week, for um, sure. Well, actually, next week we got a little bit of a curveball, and I'll, I'll get to that when and at the end, I think. Oh, um, fuck. But you know, I guess I guess this week we can talk about the movie we did see, and that's 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 Rocky Dose, Rocky Two, Rocky Two, the the more adversity train. I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Rocky that's Two, not, more adversity. Far, yeah, yeah, that's not far off from it. Yeah, that might just be the title of the episode. I think. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's let's let's, let's yeah, talk about Rocket Two. Yeah, this is actually legitimately that that's not a joke. This is one of my favorite sequels of all time. These movies are very near and dear to my heart. Um, so I tried very hard when I rewatched this movie for like the twenty fifth time um, for this show to take the nostalgia blinders off and watch it. It's critically. hard to do. Yeah, it is very hard to do. But I, I tried to sit down and watch it critically as someone. Viewing it for the first as time. As a critic. As a critic. <laughs> as a critic. Yeah. Um, no, I tried very hard to try and, uh, you know, sit down and analyze it with fresh eyes. Um, and I got to say, uh, there's a couple gripes that I that I have um, that I maybe didn't have before, but I still put this up there as, like... You know, aside from maybe Godfather Part Two, or like, you know, now Garfield Two, or Garfield Two, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan Cohen's masterpiece, not that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is like one of my legitimately one of my favorite sequels of all time. I think it's uh, a very good natural continuation of the story, um, and I think uh, the performances are, are, for the most part, there in this movie and. Uh, Serve the characters well. It, it, it's not. It's not just a hard. To me, it's not just a hard reset of everything. Um, I, I think they they do a pretty good job of of continuing that story. Now, at some point, way down the line, I'm sure we're going to get to like three and four. And, yeah, you know, Creed and Creed two and things like that. When it jumps a shark and just goes off the rails. Correct. Uh, now, when when we start getting into like three and four things are going to change a little. And I still like those movies for completely different reasons, but um, I think this one still holds up as, as an actual good uh, piece of, of cinema. Um, less so than the original. The, 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 I would cl- classify the first movie as pure cinema. I would say this is a decent mix between cinema and just movie. Does yeah. that make sense? If you can make that distinction between yeah, those I two terms. Yeah, I understand I think this is a good balance. Much like like Martin Scorsese does not consider the Marvel movies to be cinema. Correct, and neither do I. Uh, <laughs> and I, know, I understand his point to an ex- extent as well. Yeah, but yeah. Full, full disclaimer, I, I happen to agree with him. I think those movies have their place, but I wouldn't say that they're... Like, you're not going to put that up there... You're not going to put Age of Ultron up there with Citizen Kane. As no, a, and you wouldn't even put Age of Ultron up against <laughs> Avengers 1. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's completely different, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, now, Dark Knight, I think, is a movie because of the way it bridges the gap that you can do that. Um, but that's just nature of the way that that's filmed. It's a little bit more gritty and yeah. you know realistic. But yeah, even that, I don't, I wouldn't consider those pieces of cinema. This, I, this is, I think, that fine blend. He had something big and he knew it. So by the time it rolled around for the second one, and people were actually. Uh, you know, really excited for it. I think he wanted to tell a story that was true to the original, 
um, but still like had a little bit of that get people to go out to the theater and see yeah, it kind of thing. I, I, when I was watching this, it felt, from what I know about Sylvester Stallone's life, this felt very autobi- autobiographical. It was. Um, and now, in the first one he wrote, uh, which uh, that, that, that claim is fairly contested. Yes. Um, uh, so, a little bit of tangent here. Uh, one of my, my best friends from high school, um, he's actually a screenwriter. Okay. Um, he hasn't really done anything that he hasn't really like done anything like yet, but he's wrote a lot of scripts and stuff like that. And he's he works in the the film industry right now. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me the one time how like film writing credits are like really hard to yes. understand because you can write a script and then by the time it gets to the filming process, it could have been is- it could have been rewritten like mm-hmm. dozens of times. Yeah, when you sell dozens a script, that's what one of the, one of the I took a couple of script writing classes in college, um, and I've written a few like spec scripts myself. One of the things they tell you is the story that you specifically want to tell. Don't show anybody. You save that for when you get your feet wet. Like yeah. if you really want to make a career out of it. You you get some stories and you get some some scripts out there and then you sell them for like peanuts and people will chop them and change them and yeah. they'll buy the the overall you know arc of the story and then change stuff around and that's just kind of how it works in the beginning like they they chop your bits up <laughs> <laughs> chop your bits and uh, you know it, by the time it, it ends up on screen if it ever does. Um, you know, it's com- it's something completely different. You know? It's also entirely up to the studio who gets, who gets the credit. credit. Right. He was telling me how like he has a he had a friend who um, like did an edit of a script and he had it. He just like changed like four or five lines. Yeah, and he got credit as one of the writers on the movie. Yeah, and he was like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. I didn't even know. So it's it's just like it all depends on how the studio wants to do it. Sure. I, I feel like. You know, the studio probably wanted to put, you know, Sylvester Stallone out there as being, you know, kind of the, you know, the, the mouthpiece of this movie and the guy Since who... Since he was the star, I yeah, think. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, because um, it's important to note, Stallone was not known before this movie, before the first Rocky. Yeah, he was uh, Sylvester Unknown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, more like Sylvester the Bone, because he did porno. He did porno, in, yeah. In the, in the months leading up to this. Because Isn't that also how he got the name Italian Stallion? It might have been. I think it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, but he, but he actually because he spent so long. This is true. He like shopped that script around for so long, and he refused to sell it to anybody unless he got to play Rocky, um, which obviously turned out to be the right decision. Then um, he got turned down by like basically every major studio, major studio, uh, major studio before it finally got picked up. So yeah, he uh, he did porn like right before Rocky to uh, you know make ends meet. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Woo! Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like it, it definitely he was definitely this is like I think Rocky won. It was like his last like last last shot. Yeah, at becoming a movie star. Sure. Um, obviously, it it it, mm-hmm. te- it seemed to work. It's a cinema classic. It's, yeah. Um, and you'd never seen it. We actually watched it together. Yeah. Uh, right. So again, this is another one of those movies that just completely missed out on. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I I know I probably should have seen it. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those like you know, I I I had seen you know the, the what I considered like the important parts. Yeah, you know, right. see the the training montage. And, sure, and the fight. Know, yeah, he's yelling Stella at the end of the fight and all that. Not Stella. punching the meat and the. Did I say Stella. 
Not Sola. Adrian. Adrian. Different. <laughs> Stella's a different movie entirely. Different, different muscle guy. I've seen that movie. That's Stella. Uh, <laughs> That's a weird mashup. I guess not that weird. It's no, kind of along the same line. Yell it. Adrian. Adrian. Uh, yeah. So I, I've seen like you know, it, it's been you know referenced and memes a thousand times. So I, yeah. I I was I felt like I was fairly familiar with it. Yeah. Um. And, and again, we're talking about Rocky too, but I, you can't really talk about it the second one. No, you have first. to because it's a. It, this is a movie that like it follows it directly. Yeah, follows it directly. It does not. Whereas, truthfully, I think every other movie in the series you probably could watch on its own. I think to an ex- at least like Rocky Balboa and the Creed movies for sure. Yeah, for sure. Which um, <laughs> again, the only Rocky movies I had seen before this was Rocky Balboa mm-hmm. and Creed. Yeah, this, you could do a lot worse than those, and we'll yeah, get to them. Seriously, before. like, um, like I will say, Rocky Balboa, really good, solid, solid film. Yep, I'd yeah. recommend it. Way better than it. Uh, Creed is even better. I oh think. yeah, but Rocky Balboa had no no, no right. reason to be as good as it was. Yeah. No, it was very um, good. Very yeah, good. it was definitely a solid, solid movie. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, what, what more than anything, the thing that like surprised me about Rocky um, was the cinematography. Yeah, very good. Like it was well shot. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know, I you watch if you watch enough movies from the seventies, um, which is what this where this movie is from. Um, you know, you, there's a there's a pretty what's the best way to say this like. There's a lot of bad-looking movies from the 70s. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of flat, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. bullshit. It, it, it's, it's, you know, it was just the style of the time. Um, it, it's, it's, it, it's, think about it this way, like, in 1970, uh, the, the genre of film, or not the genre, but, like, filmmaking had only been around for, you know, 60 years at that point. Yeah, right. Um, and then, you know, color film and, and filming with sound had only been around for, you know, a couple decades so far, so... You know, it, it, it's it's crazy to think about just how relative to other forms of media, how young film is. Yeah. Because, you know, music's been around for centuries and art's been around for millennia. Right. Uh, well, I mean, music's been around for millennia as well, but recorded music has yeah. only been around for centuries. So, you know, if you think about it that way, uh, I was really impressed with some of the shots they were able to pull off in, yeah, in there, the first a one. A couple highlights are like the, um, the shot of Mickey walking up Rocky Steps. Um, yeah, the the long one of the I, I think one of the best scenes in movie history is like that long walk away when Mickey's leaving Rocky's apartment where Rocky's like ranting and raving to to the to Mickey to the air to you know what I mean and Mick's like doing that slow walk down Rocky's like shitty street yeah um, great shot um, the the long pan sideways run shot where they're following him as he's sprinting down the streets in Philadelphia by the docks. Um, the first uppercut when he knocks Apollo Creed down for the first time in the in the first round that like s- slip the jab and then come up with the uppercut. That's yeah, the, the, all the fight scenes really in all these movies they, they film the fight scenes. Yeah, I was definitely well. to give special mention to the fight scene in this one. Yeah, um, it, it, they they all do a very good job of portraying when you make a boxing movie. Um, and I think really, I don't think I've seen a boxing movie do it wrong, but I've seen some movies get it way better. Yeah. Like portraying the brutality of, of, of fighting. You know, well, like Raging Bull really, Raging Bull's it incredible. is like, it like set, it's that's like, the bar. This is how you film a boxing match. Yeah. And every, every movie is definitely like borrowed from that for good reason. Like yeah. if, if, like if you're, if you, 
if you like Rocky and you've never seen Raging Bull, oh yeah, it's you owe it to yourself to see that. So it, like, <laughs> joking joking aside, for me that is Scorsese's me, masterpiece. That yeah. movie is. You mean in, Coppola? No. Okay. Scorsese did right, but the Bull. joke is okay. They're yeah. right. I got it. <laughs> you good? I'm good. Yeah, but the joke is Coppola's masterpiece. Yeah. Okay. But this is Scorsese's masterpiece. It is. That's why I was confused. Oh. Yeah, that's all right. I think I think a lot of people <laughs> would credit like Taxi Driver. No, as I, I, masterpiece. I like Raging Bull way better than Taxi Driver. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Taxi Driver is good. Taxi Driver reason. is really fucking good. Yeah. To, um, you know, but uh, like, I, I, for my money as a cinemaphile, I think I think Raging Bull is it's the perfect start to finish story arc. Yeah, and it's true. While <laughs> we're still talking great. about Scorsese in this Rocky Two review, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would have to say. His masterpiece would have to be. It's either Casino or uh, Goodfellas. I fucking love Casino because, like, those two. It's those are so Scorsese. Oh yeah, it's, it's all the way through. Yeah, they're way too long. Yep, the dialogue is really witty and sharp. The editing yep. is really hyper. Departed as well is, is like yeah yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry, yeah. but then, yeah, Raging Bull, like that is the template for every boxing movie. So to Raging Bull came out in 1980. Rocky came out before. Are you serious? Raging. Yeah. Did you not know that? I just assumed. Yeah. I should have looked that up. Taxi Driver was 73. Raging yeah. Bull was 1980. I could have figured that. All right. Wow. All right. Hey, you know, maybe they maybe they borrowed from Rocky. They, I, 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 I he he might have, but he he does like. I, th- I think the one big thing he borrowed from Rocky is putting the camera in the ring. Yeah. Because um, that's a huge... Like, you're there. You get the visceral sound of the oh, yeah. gloves, yeah. you know, hitting the skin and, like... Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know what? That that kind of... That, I'm not that I didn't think less of the, uh, the, the fight scene at the end of this movie, but it, it gives me a little bit more appreciation for it. Yeah. Because I, I... Maybe just because Raging Bull's black and white. Yeah. Uh, I assumed it was older. Um, that's on me. Yeah. I should have done that research. No, I think that's just a creative decision. Oh, and it, it, it works. You know, I, oh, it's impeccable. I think yeah. I think black and white is is kind of underused in modern. I agree. Movies. I yeah. agree. The last um, big one was the artist. I think. Sorry, we're getting off on a little. The lighthouse in black and white. Oh yeah, the light. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. And that was four th- four by three, wasn't it? Four by three. Yeah. yeah. They, they filmed it in the old school aspect. <laughs> really, ratio. really aggressive choices Man, there. You want to talk about some cool art housey hipster bullshit cinematography? <laughs> That movie is chock fucking full I still of it. need to see it. It's good. I have it if you want to borrow I, it. I know. Um, I need to borrow it. Robert Eggers, my new favorite director. Yeah. Um, anyway. Go, <laughs> sorry. Too. No, it's okay. It's, it's going to happen. It's a show about movies. Hey, whatever. yeah. Like, you know, if <laughs> seriously, if you are listening to this and you don't like movies, thank you. Yeah. For listening. Uh, but fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to hear a whole lot of bullshit from some fucking nerds here. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I feel like. <laughs> That's that's one of the reasons why I like talking about movies with you because we we both have a, a fairly good yeah. knowledge of a lot of different movies and it and again like Rocky was very influential yeah and in all the ways that it was and you can really you know, draw that line through other movies like it um, yeah if you just want to talk about other boxing movies for a minute oh sure I, I, yeah. I think I think the fighter is a Fighter's really solid good. boxing movie yeah that's really good. Um, then that's the uh, million book. dollar baby. Let's oh, not. Shit, I need to see that movie. You've never seen million dollar baby. Seen million oh dollar man. Baby. So okay, uh, I don't like Clint Eastwood as a person, but I like his movies. He's a, a good lot. director. He's a very He's good a director. Very good director. Yeah. Um, but and million dollar baby is like impeccably good. It's yeah. it's 
do you know kind of the story? I, I, yeah, I, I already know what happens. What happens? Yeah, you get yeah. the story. So, like, you want to talk about, like, a modern tragedy. It's the perfect, like, because the arc peaks. It doesn't get very high. The arc starts to climb, and then it plummets. It goes from here to here to, like, way down here yeah. very quickly. Um, and it changes the whole tone of the movie, and that's such a clever, creative decision to do that. Um, and I'm going to tie it back to Rocky Two here because it's sort of very similar to how this path takes. Oh, definitely. For yeah. the sequel here, like we see, like the 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 start of the movie is the rising action. Like yeah, it's ha- right. he's on the rise at the start of the movie, and then we get the plummet, and then it, it kind of like it ends on a good note. It ends on a good yeah. note. We get like a, we get like a waveform. Spoiler alert: movie. Rocky Two ends on a good note. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert for Rocky One: it, it, it ends on a good note, but he doesn't win. That was something my it's wife... It's a moral victory, yeah. Yeah, it's a moral victory. Because uh, Apollo Creed, no one had ever gone uh, the, 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 the distance, distance yeah. all 18 rounds with Apollo Creed. 15, it was 15. 15, yeah. yeah the old, old school rules were 15 I'm sorry, 15 rounds, rounds. Which is insane. No one had gone all 15 rounds with Apollo Creed until Rocky did it. And uh, while it was a, a loss, it was a moral victory because, you know, Rocky was a... He was a, he was a boxer, he did a lot of fighting, but he... he wasn't very successful. He was a puncher. Yeah, he was yeah. a he was a, like a backroom brawler kind of guy. Yeah, right. And you know, if if you're at all familiar with with boxing, there's a, there's always the puncher's these, these kinds of guys. And you and like every like every I think every sport needs this kind of mm-hmm. guy, like the guy who's competitive, but he you're you're not worried about him like over like he right. maybe he'll win, you know, but he's not He's just like the the warm up for the main event sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, um, they, it's the uh, they they in boxing terminology, it's called the puncher's chance. Yeah, somebody, no matter who you step into the ring with, you know, you could be you could be Muhammad Ali. Somebody's always going to have a puncher's chance against you. Yeah, famous famous one that comes to mind is uh, James Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson in the tenth round. Yeah, that yeah. was a hundred and six to one shot odds. <laughs> yeah, um, in Las Vegas, and he fucking knocked out the champion of the world. It's insane. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, it's it's happened uh, numerous times throughout history. Actually, uh, Muhammad Ali and Sonny Liston comes to mind because oh, Ali yeah, was really one. just. A voice at you know he he hadn't hit that like that was the fight that sent him to that yeah to that place and you know not to discount Muhammad Ali it's great <laughs> yeah not that you could either <laughs> but Sonny Liston is like I think in the top five hardest hitters of all time he wasn't a joke yeah um so yeah that's that's I mean we kind of just described like every Rocky movie there the puncher's chance <laughs> basically um, yeah. Because Rocky is like, as Mickey says in this movie, he's, he's Southpaw, and they do everything wrong. They lead it's a with, famous underdog story. Yeah, they lead with their face, and that's kind of like Rocky's thing. Is he's just a brawler who kind of gets the shit beat out of him, but he's got heart and he's got stamina. And he, well, yeah, because the disadvantage of of fighting Southpaw, because you know your 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 good hand is your left hand, yeah, is that you know you're, when you angle your your shoulders. Towards a right-handed fighter, yeah, your your face is wide open. It's wide open, yeah. Yes. It's it's in between your right hand and your, and your left hand. Yeah, um, that I mean, comes up in this movie. Yeah, yeah, right. And if they're you know swinging with their right hand, yeah, it's right in the way. So yeah. um, um, they also bring up the southpaw jinx, which is uh, which is true in boxing. Historically speaking, um, most fighters or most managers don't like their fighters to fight southpaws um, for the opposite reason. Us. Yeah, because if you, you mostly train against right-handed fighters, correct? Right-handed fighters not train gonna, against right-handed yeah, fighters, yeah. and left-handed fighters train against right-handed fighters, so they have the advantage. Yep, I mean it, it's it's very common in sports for 
it, it's you know as in case those who don't know me i'm a left-handed person mm-hmm. uh so i i'm familiar with with this sort of thing um you know not that i was ever like heavily involved in sports but you know when i would play like pickup basketball or, or, and stuff like that with, with with people like it was always a uh a small advantage uh yeah. for, for me to especially in, in basketball uh because you know most of the time you're guarding somebody they're they're you're expecting them to drive right yeah. to the basket but i would go left and then you know they would i would be immediately a step ahead of them because they wouldn't think that i would go left yeah so it was always a little bit of an advantage and then the best thing about being left-handed when it comes to sports is you basically have to learn both ways anyway yes. uh so you know once they caught on to the fact that i was i was going left you could switch it up and go i could right. go right yep right. and then you know yeah so i used to be okay at basketball uh, I haven't played in years. I did I'm, not, and I'm 31 now. So <laughs> don't don't challenge me to one on one, or do because you'll probably win. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that's that's yeah, that, that's the South Paul little boxing sports movie tangent here. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. I, early, I think, <laughs> I think some understanding of you know what they're talking about because they throw this terminology out there. Yeah, and they explain it to a little bit of an extent, mm-hmm. um, but they don't really go into great detail. So I think it's understanding a little bit. You have is, to remember too, like at this point in time, boxing was a lot bigger deal in the U.S. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is like this is like peak late seventies, mid like Rocky and Rocky two. It's actually really surprising that when they made Creed, they didn't make it an MMA movie. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, too. And I think that was Sylvester Stallone's influence. Yeah. I think he would not have wanted them to make an MMA movie. Sure. But I think if if there was a, if, if someone made Rocky now, it would, it would be, be an MMA movie. Yeah, because yeah, that's definitely the the much more you know popular sport yeah. of those. Right sure, now. and not to get off on another tangent, and I'll, I'll put a hold on this as soon as I open it up, but that's just because the sport of boxing is... Uh, horribly beca- corrupt. Horribly <laughs> corrupt. It's become so bastardized, and not that it has never. It's always. It's been always corrupt. been that way. Yeah. It's always been like uh, blatantly corrupt, but like some some high profile fights in the last decade have really um, shined through. Um, and, and you, you you know it's it's just very frustrating. But like I'm a I I was a huge boxing fan. Um, and I'm a, and I'm a big U- I was a big UFC fan too, but like boxing has become so fucking ruined with like f- eight different titles per division and like uh, all the money that goes into it and all the backroom bullshit and you know all the fixed fights. It's just really frustrating. So yeah, uh, I th- I agree though. I think if they did make Creed now, or if they or rather if they did make Rocky now, it would it would probably be an MMA movie because that's just what people watch now. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, makes the most sense. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what I thought was like <laughs> to like actually talk about the movie now. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, sorry, I thought, <laughs> I, I thought it was really interesting that the opening of this movie. The first five minutes of this movie, or the, the last end of the five first minutes movie. of the of the first one. I have a feeling. Um, I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. Oh yeah, that's like one of. <laughs> oh yeah, getting off on another tangent. We were talking about "Let It Be" earlier. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, that's like one of my favorite Beatles. Songs. It's a great song. I yeah. love that song. Uh, <laughs> Hot take: The Beatles, Beatles pretty good. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that they were trying to pad the runtime of this movie. Yeah, which when you think about it, it's all it's two hours long, so they didn't necessarily they didn't need, need to, to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think I think that was a but there's other choice. there's other evidence that I can you can point to as to like where yeah, they there's to a, add. there's a scene later in this movie where um, 
Adrian, in the process of going into labor, ends up like hemorrhaging, yeah, and ends up uh, in a coma. And then there's this like, and I, I don't think it grinds the movie to a halt, but it definitely slows it way down. Yeah, uh, toward like towards the end, like we're in the we're in the second third of the movie here. Yeah, it's it's an interesting choice for sure. Um. Yeah, and, and that was that was like when I when I tried to watch it with fresh eyes, I was like, okay, this is like an obvious ploy of them trying to pad the runtime. But you're right; mm-hmm. it's like a two-hour movie, totally unnecessary. Um, I, but I, I feel like he, they found themselves at a point where they were like they had told so much story already, but they didn't have as much time on the film as they thought they needed to have. Yeah, I so mean, they just. I really think this just it may just it probably just needed a better editor. You know? I agree. Yeah, um, um, which is weird because certain scenes are edited extremely, extremely well. Extremely well, the fight scenes. Yeah, the fight scenes. But you know, uh, it's it's both training mont. There's two training montages. There are two of training montages. Um, montages, which I actually like. Montages um, because the first one is him half-assing his way yeah, through it. Yeah, and then you get to see the improvements in the second one. I right. think it works. I thought it, I thought that was a, a good way to because I think the biggest criticism I have against this movie is that it is almost beat for beat like the first one now obviously there are big elements that are different of course Mm -hmm. um and you you see it's kind of a different path taken yeah um but it's it it does you know again just like we talked about with some of the other movies that are are sequels it it, you know resets to the status quo yep um and then just slowly builds back up Mm mm-hmm um, it does it slowly, though. I, I like the way they do the yeah. soft reset. They, and, they, and, and that's what I mean. Like, I felt like this could have been an hour thirty. Like, yep, real, real. You know, not every movie has to be long. Sure, you know, I agree. Uh, I think we talked about that uh, with. I mean, there was another movie that we talked about that was like really long. I feel like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters too. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely could have used because that clocked thing. in over two hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that was unnecessary. Wholly long. unnecessary. Yeah. And they um, still managed to cut. Yeah, there's still stuff yeah. that was like left out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like not every movie needs to be two hours long. I, 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 I appreciate you know so much that that like good ninety minute movie yep. where they just like tell the whole story they need and to get tell. Right and, there, yeah. Yeah. There's something really nice about that, um, especially now that I'm getting older and I just have less time for right. myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come home after work, you don't want to spend you know two hours watching a movie all the time. Um, but it's like, yeah, I, I feel like this could have just used a little bit more chopping. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, the, and it starts right up front. If they would have just opened the goddamn movie with them in the ambulance. And I think that was the initial plan is to open with the yeah. ambulance rides of the hospital. Uh, you would have saved five minutes of runtime right off the top. Yeah. Because they just replay the end of the yeah, first Yeah, it, it, it was especially noticeable because they, ju- they did just replay. And, and I guess... Probably what happened. I'm, I'm sure this is what happened. Like you said, they probably started at the ambulance. Yeah. And it just it probably didn't test well with the test audience. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it came three years after the first one. Um, so, you know, pretty quick turnaround. But obviously, mm. there, there I'm sure there was people who hadn't seen Rocky by that point, obviously. Mm. This was before, like, home video was really a thing. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's probably a pretty good chance that they they didn't want to lose their audience. Right. Um, but it was it's definitely seems like something that was done, like, Way after the last fact. minute, yeah. last minute, like okay, let's just throw in the ending of the first one so that people get it. Because you could have, you could have even just done a, you know, done a montage, right. <laughs> done like a quick like catch them up, like a recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Previously on Rocky, right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and got people into that that point. But it was like I, I was I was especially 
mostly because I had just just seen Rocky not too yeah. long before this one. I was like, this is like this is just the, jarring. Yeah, this is just mm-hmm. the last five minutes of the first. It one. is. Yeah, like the beef, um, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. They just stopped the last. And it was just like that's that's a that's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, did, I, I think that's more a sign of the times than anything. I, I think, think so right. too. I, I, again, I. I Without, I, I meant to do some more research about this movie, but I just didn't get the time to do it. Um, I, 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 I'm sure it was like a, you know, you know, test audiences were like confused sure. or whatever. Um, so it's a good way to get back into the story of what's going on. Um, I do like the way this movie starts, though. I do too. Um, the little confrontation between the two of them in the hospital. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing, um, especially since in in the first movie. Apollo Creed is is almost as much a hero as Rocky. Yeah, is. Apollo is not, and even in this movie, and I'm going to bring this point up when we get a little later. They don't ruin his integrity in this movie. They tell you exactly why he's acting the way he does. Yeah, there's um, there's solid motivation behind and, it, and he has he's not just a one dimensional character. He his his fault is pride, and they show it to you. Oh yeah, pretty blatantly through both movies, and it starts right here because he comes in and he's like. He immediately goes into that media persona. They they just go through this oh, war yeah. together, and like and you, when you watch that last fight, that fight scene in the first movie, like Creed surprised when Rocky takes him down for the first time, and then the second round happens, and they're they're back and forth, and then it just goes from there. And by the end of it, they're just like, they're all beat to shit, and the, you know what I mean, like. Well, because they just went 15 rounds. Yeah, I mean, and they genuinely look like they've been through a war. And Apollo looks scared at the end of the, you know what I mean, at the first uh, fight scene. So by the time they get to the hospital, this this great little confrontation comes up where he's immediately reset his media personality. And now he's got to go on the defensive because he didn't just... He didn't just go the... Like, end up going the distance with this nobody... He only won by a split decision. Yeah, and it's so, the first time that someone got yeah got a distance against right. him. Right, uh, so it's like a huge count against his pride. So sure. now he's got to go back into that big like look at me personality, which is the thing boxers do. That's just like yeah, and they they you know definitely show that he has that that switch he can flip in the first one. Yes, like they like I think the 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 best part of his character they show in the first movie is just how good he is at manipulating the media. Yes, and like all. All of the best sports stars, like are. that, is a crucial element of it. Right. Um, like you don't get to be the most famous person in your sport by mm-hmm. you know not being good at handling the media. Right. Um, but yeah, and, and they do a really good job of showing that off in, mm-hmm. in, in the first one. And then yeah, it's a it's a, exactly why he is the way he is it, right. towards Rocky and the hospital in this one. Yeah, I thought it was really really interesting. They were like interviewing them immediately in the hospital. In the hospital, like, yeah. like dude, they're in the hospital. Like, like give, give them, them a, a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting story. Uh, oh, this maybe isn't you know like super surprising to people, but Apollo Creed was modeled as a mix between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. That makes sense because after. Uh, Stallone watched that fight he sat down and penned the script for Rocky yeah that makes sense um, so yeah so Apollo Creed is kind of like the mix of both of them the you know Creed's you know really boisterous with the media but he's also got like an insanely good right hook and a fucking like devastating fighter you know what I mean yeah yeah um, he's not just all flash and you know all credit to um, oh geez I just forgot to do his name the actor who plays him oh uh, Carl Carl Weathers, Weathers yeah. yeah all credit to Carl Weathers um, 
He's so charismatic yes. in, in both these movies. Mm-hmm. In he, all of them. He all does, the movies he, he's in. He does such a... Like, he he totally embodies not just the physicality, because, like, dude is fucking ripped. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, They're both in, like, in impeccable you, shape You don't want movies. it, like... He is. He does. He looks like an actual boxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh. But he's also like that. Char- that charisma, um, is is very evident in both of these films, and he does a great job portraying the character. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Good. Good job, Carl Weathers. Yeah. I'm sure you don't need our approval for this because you're, you know, you you know you did a good job. Yeah. You know. You know you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. His character. Uh, Throughout this movie, and I, I kind of want to hit this point first because y- you mentioned when we watched the first movie that you, in particular, really liked how they uh, portrayed Apollo Creed's character. He he's not a bad guy. He's no, he's just, definitely not. He's a really smart. He knows how to manage himself. He knows how to fight. He's a badass, uh, and he knows how to work the media. He's really charismatic, and he he does a, a you know really great job. He just you know so happens to be put up against the protagonist of the movie. Yeah, and that doesn't make him a bad guy. Even Rocky defends him, I think, at several points throughout the yeah. Yeah. throughout the movie. Um, you know, and tell you know, wow, that guy's great. You know, like he, he, you know says it over he's and over. He's the greatest. Um, but several points throughout this movie, you know. If you, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, which why are you fucking listening to this podcast? <laughs> um, you know, he's, he we see him right at the right at the uh, the end of the like a couple months after the fight. He's getting letters from people who are like the fight was rigged. You uh, you know things like how much do they pay you to go fifteen rounds with that guy right, or right. like like saying that the fight was a fix or you know exactly. And you see him slightly like, starts to wear on his pride. So they a lot of people thought that Rocky should have been the winner of the fight. He should have been yeah. the winner of the fight, or that Creed was paid to carry him through yeah, the fight. Yeah, and, you know, like all you know what I mean for Vegas, like you know. And he's understandably upset because he's this guy. Like, if you know anything about the Rocky universe, like he was the Rockiverse. The Rockiverse. He's uh, up until this movie, he's undefeated. Yeah. Um, he had won forty six fights by knockout, forty six and zero, and then, uh, or no, forty five won by knockout. Jeez. Um, and this fight was a decision. <laughs> he won by decision. So yeah. he's forty six and zero with forty five knockouts, <laughs> which is like unrealistic. But yeah, yeah right, you it's know, crazy. Or... Yeah, it's crazy good. Um, yeah, but you know, he's he's like, which is why they say when they get to Creed, like, you, your dad was the best. Like he was, you know, because he legitimately was in that universe. Yeah. Uh, but we see this, like this pride is just fucking with him here so he he does things to lure rocky back into the ring um to do the rematch even though he said he wasn't going to do the rematch at the end yeah it's it's because he's being called out by the public they're they still don't ruin his character they don't make him a bad guy they show you why he's doing what he's doing yeah to get they even like draw attention to it because at one point because they're, they're talking about like how we're gonna get him back in the ring yeah and they come up with this this idea of basically like a smear campaign yeah a smear campaign and 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 one of one of the guys like who's um didn't really make it too like too clear who those those guys are. His management team, some some like the people who are like with his entourage or whatever. Yeah, uh, they basically say like, "Hey, this is gonna make you look like the bad guy." It's yeah, like, right. I mean, I yeah, I understand that, but it's I gotta get him back in the ring. Like right. it's basically like he he knows like this is kind of goes against what he normally would do. Yeah, but he's he's got to he's got to do it to get him back in the ring. He's gonna right. do it. A uh, um, great scene there too when when his uh, his trainer Duke is like 
telling him like you don't want to fight this guy again yeah I, there's, I, there's a lot of like really great classic memorable fighting lines in this movie and that dude delivers an incredibly good monologue there in that scene yeah he comes up to him and says something like he's all wrong for us baby <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. super i saw you beat that man like i never seen no man get beat before and the man kept coming after you yeah let yeah. it go yeah, that's a really good scene, yeah. and you, like it's it's a good it's a good contrast because you can see that like Apollo Apollo Creed he just he can't he can't he yeah. just can't and, and like uh, he, I think I think you can see just like going back to like how how well Carl Weathers did with his portrayal I think you can kind of see in his face it's like he he knows he shouldn't but he has but he to, has do, it. to. He has yeah. do it it's yeah. a pride thing yeah yeah and that 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 adds that adds depth to his character because we see that you know. Even though he is this really smart guy and he's great at what he does, he's the best at what he does. He's still got that fault of pride. So they don't. They even though they they try. He does all this shit to lure Rocky back into the ring that um, ends up making him look like a bad guy in the the like the frame of the movie. To us, or at least to me, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. No, I agree. Yeah. To, to the audience, he's just the guy that Rocky has to fight. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a little weird because, like, the first scene you see him in in this movie, he is just, like, calling out Rocky in yeah. the hospital. And you kind of think, oh, man, this is kind of, like, odd for his character. Yeah. But then, like, further down the road, like, they, they I think they do, good, do a good job of, like, explaining, like, where he's coming from. Yeah, he, he's, he's he, uh, from, from my watch, he's just putting on that, that character. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense because you, you see, like, him, like, flip the switch with the media. Really quickly. Uh, really quickly. Late, later on, when they he finally does get Rocky to fight him again. Yeah. Um, like he's like he's like oh yeah thanks thanks I'm really glad you decided to fight me and then like as soon as the cameras are on he's just like goes fully antagonistic on him um, and it's it's this really uh, you know it's a it's a really good portrayal sure. of that and that it's, happens it's, a lot in fighting like, yeah it, especially like in con- in contrast to like because Rocky like he's he's either too dumb or <laughs> just too naive too to na- under- yeah. under- understand that like he has to be a, a media personality when it comes yeah. to fighting. Um, probably a mix of both being too stupid and too naive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because you can see like his his kind of reaction when he does that. He's like, "Oh man, we were just talking about how, how like happy we were happy." <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 He's still the greatest. He's, you know, he's punchy is what they call it in the yeah, boxing yeah. universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, like it does a really good job. And then by the end of the movie, spoiler alert again, if you like, what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast? <laughs> right. By the t- at the end of the movie. Uh, you know when when Rocky beats him, um, we see like he you know he turns. He said, "I want to thank Apollo for fighting me. Thanks. For, I want to thank Apollo. Thanks for fighting me, Apollo." And Apollo like like gives him a little. Bow, he finally like, like earns his respect. Yeah, yeah, he gives him. You know what I mean? Like he he's not a bad guy, and it, it's, it's it's not just not just really well written, but really well portrayed. Uh, and I can't imagine anybody but Carl Weathers um, playing Apollo Creed here. Like, yeah, he just does an impeccable job. Um, I can't speak to that performance enough. It's very, very good, very convincing, and a complete story arc f- between both of these movies. For sure, um, yeah. and it, like nothing, nothing that they've added in this movie, I think, cheapens his character, or really uh, a lot of a lot of the characters from the first movie. Yeah, I think I think the I think the best thing this movie does is showing Rocky's you know portrayal. Um, yeah. Because this is a guy who, in the first movie, he has nothing. Nothing, yeah. He lives in a shitty apartment. Right. 
you know, he he barely ha- like he has a couple pets and he barely has enough money to feed them. Right. And they're not enough to feed himself. Either. The only reason he bought the pets is because he he liked Adrian. Yeah, who works <laughs> at the pet shop. Yeah. Right. Um. So it, it was just like. He breaks legs for a living. He's a he's a, he's a, <laughs> yeah. Like a, like, I really like that detail a lot. Yeah. The first one, yeah. Yeah, he's a leg that's breaker. A, that's for a, a, that's a fun shark. detail for yeah. sure. Um, but you know, obviously, like he, he gets this this one shot at at the title, and he, he goes you know fifteen rounds, and mm-hmm. uh, he's a you know a, you know real underdog story, and and obviously you know the American public latches onto that. And, yeah. Um, which is exactly what I think Apollo they Apollo Creed said he wanted in the yeah, first place. Yeah, exactly, like, right. Which again perfect. is like a really like that's why I was like really surprised by his character because like you know I, I think uh, you know most most people would be like yeah I'm just gonna like destroy this guy which yeah. was the original intent for sure. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he does it kind of out of, out of as, a, as a way of like, you know, propping somebody up. Just sure. <laughs> Get this guy a big payday. Yeah. Or a big payday for him. Yeah. Uh, Rocky makes fifty thousand dollars from the fight. I think they said after taxes in this movie, they actually addressed it. He made like 37000 37, yeah. 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 Which even in 1970 would have been 76. Yeah. Um, that ain't a lot of money. No. <laughs> that is not boxing. That's that's good money for like you and me for a one night payday. Right. That ain't boxing money. Yeah. For, for And they addressed it in this movie like... He he gets his eye beaten so badly. Yeah, he loses like he, peripheral vision. Right. He he he. Yeah. He it actually it actually affects the quality of his life. Yeah. Um. Like yeah. he doesn't have peripheral vision. Yeah. Oh. Um, which is important. It yeah. turns out you kind of need that. Yeah. Um. But you know he gets he gets his payday. And he's never had this much money in his life before. Right. Uh, and what do poor people do when they get all that money? They spend, spend it. Spend it all. They once. spend it all. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's classic in sports, especially. Yeah. Um. You know, while we're on the point, if you've never seen the the ESPN thirty for thirty, 30 yeah, I was just um, what what's, what's that one called? The Zildjian broke broke or broke. something. Yeah, yeah, it's called broke. Yeah. What? Well, like, check it out. Yep. It's it is the epitome. It's like the perfect. It's like. Uh, full breakdown of like how athletes go broke because yeah. um, it happens all the, all time. the time. Yeah, and and this is this movie you know goes in that in, in great detail. Tyson's a really good example. Yeah, he had to basically rebuild his empire, um, and now he's gonna fight again, which I'm actually really excited to watch that fight. <laughs> I know it's like a stupid you know. Just to get you to buy the pay per view. Is that thing? still happening? I it's thought it got like happening. canceled because of COVID. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know. Something I don't think like it's that. Still going. All right. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, like, Tyson's a perfect example. Like if you want somebody in the boxing universe, like it happens all the time in sports. Right. Right. Because I think especially in boxing more than maybe other sports because. Um, you don't get that many fights because obviously right. it's not good for your health to fight that often. No, yeah, you get a um, you get a very limited career, and then, I mean, in boxing, you get the payouts are so huge because you can really only fight like once every nine or ten months. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Like you, you, you get like one like big fight. big fight a year. Yeah, and that's like your paycheck for the year. Right. Um, and so it, it's it's very easy, I think, for someone to you know lose sight of that. And again, you see it in this one, like thirty seven thousand. Uh, you know that's more than I make in a year, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> all at once, I I don't know if I could handle that responsibility. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> There's no way. Like um, I I like to think I'd like to think better of myself, but you know who knows? Like I, I may not mm-hmm. do that good of a job of, of holding on that much money all at once. Um, and you see it like he you know he get he you know. Uh, we're, strangely enough, he immediately gets married to Adrian. Yep. Uh, which like they've been dating at this point for like two months. Yeah, not that long. <laughs> 
That's you okay. Know, it's whatever. the seventies. It's the seventies. Uh, <laughs> again, it's it's a movie. Like whatever. Um, and it's implied that, in that they've known each other for a long time. too. Right. Right. Um, um, so he immediately gets married to Adrian, and then you know immediately buys a, a fancy car, which. You know, that, like, yep. 70s Pontiac Trans, Trans Am. Am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All Those, black. The gold wheels. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Sick car. That car is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, gotta love it. Um, Can't drive it, which is really fun. Yeah, because he has approval. Yeah, because I don't think he's ever driven a car before. He's never, dri- he's never driven uh, yeah, a car before, <laughs> and he doesn't have peripheral vision. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's yeah so that's that's a funny scene couple great shots of him like running into like trash cans and stuff on the side of the yeah, road yeah. i think like see. every single time he pulls the car up to the curb of his house he's like yeah. hits the trash can it's really funny um and then yeah like he he goes out and he you know buys adrian a, a fancy coat and some mm-hmm. jewelry and he gets himself a nice jacket yep they go uh, buy a house get some jewelry yeah uh yeah they buy a house uh, then, you know, uh, he immediately gets her pregnant. Yep. Uh, just what you do, you know, in the seventies. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a really funny line, uh, like right after he gets married. Cause the, the Italian mob guy who, uh, Mr. Gazzo. Yeah. yeah. Who had kind of been his, his friend in the first one as well. Um, he's like, you know, what you should do is invest in condominiums. condominiums yeah. <laughs> he's like, I never use them. Condominiums. I never use them. Yeah. Uh, that's a couple of great, like, plucky that's a, that's comic. A, that's relief. a good, funny line. Yeah. I, I was, I was caught off guard by that. Cause you know, the first one was pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really, really funny. There's a couple of good comic relief moments. Yeah. This. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Mickey's got a couple of them that are like particularly like choice and really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like when Rocky arrives to the fight and he's like really late. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's like, oh, hey, Rocky. And he comes in, all the security's there. And he goes, hey, Mick. And Mickey goes, shut up, I'll break your head. And he just, like, <laughs> yeah. screams at him. It cracks me up every single yeah, time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a, there's yeah definitely a lot more, like, kind of chipper comic relief stuff in here. Which, you know, it's – I think you always are going to see stuff like that in a yeah. sequel to a movie. Sure. That's not like – you know, obviously, you know, Godfather Part Two. It's a laugh riot from the beginning. Oh ahead. yeah, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> the funniest Godfather movie. Everybody says that. <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking about like how serious that movie gets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the laugh riot Godfather too. Right, right. Uh, but I think you can see it a lot of movies because you know, think you see it a lot of movies that they want the, the the sequel to be a little bit more wider reaching, a yep. little bit more profitable. Sure. So you throw the jokes in there, so like everybody's on board. These numbers almost add up to die. That's a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little stuff that you know old punchy rocky oh he's got brain damage isn't that hilarious yeah yeah um all right i think this is a, a good time to to mention uh and i mean this in the best way possible um watching rocky and rocky 2 uh because they are you know first one's written by sylvester Stallone, the second one's directed by sylvester yeah. Stallone as well um and i don't i can't think of a good way to say this without sounding like it's a, it's not a a compliment because i don't even know what it is a compliment um i'm getting serious like the room vibes oh okay not like so like the room if, if you don't know is famously like one of the worst movies of all time yeah but but it's a good bad movie the reason why it's so entertaining is that it has a clear vision from the creator yeah tommy Wiseau, directed and wrote the movie clear vision from beginning to end mm-hmm. and you can kind of see Stallone. Oh Stallone. yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, yeah. After he gets married and he's carrying uh, his wife home, 
and he sees those like singing street tops yeah from the first movie yeah so that's such a weird thing. Yeah, I know. I've been to Philadelphia. Those people don't exist. No, they don't. They don't. Um, <laughs> At least just, not anymore. <laughs> just like standing around a burning trash can and yeah. like singing show tunes. I'm like, what the fuck well, is I know, this? I know. And it's like it's stuff like that. It's like yeah. it, it's it, you can tell like Sylvester Stallone's like, oh yeah, he's, he's just friends with everybody in the neighborhood and everybody yeah. likes him. And you can like again if you watch the room, it's similar. Like everybody loves. Johnny in, yeah. in the room, and they're all playing football. They're outside. all playing football, like, like every, catch, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, no, I agree. And like, um, and, and I'm sure it's it's you know, I'm sure it's the other way around. I'm sure it's like Tommy Wiseau watched Rocky and Rocky Two. Sure. Like, oh yeah, everybody loves this guy. I want to be this guy. Yeah. Um, but it's like now I will say I think it's executed <laughs> a little better in this. Oh, hundred percent. Because movies are hundred percent. There's a lot of movies that are full of this kind. Again, of shit like the like, room is just like a poorly done. Oh like, yeah, it's a slapdash. Oh, yeah. like mess. This is this is a movie. This yeah. is actually like a, a you know well done movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's stuff like this where it's just sure. like you, you can, can just, see the the what he's going for yeah for right sure. it's like everybody loves this guy you know yeah. i don't know he's the whole neighborhood uh, whatever mm-hmm. and it's it's more noticeable than anywhere it's it, during the second training montage when he's just running through the entirety of philadelphia i knew you were gonna bring this just up. like with the largest group of children you've ever seen so i have an addendum to this <laughs> because that was not in the script the original script was he was supposed to just run up there yeah he actually had a group of kids start following him, and then they added more kids by the end of the shot. So it was organic? So it was organic. Okay. Not, not like that huge mob of kids right. that he had by the end, but like when they were filming, like when they were running through Philadelphia to film that, because the people in Philadelphia loved the first Rocky. Right, just, right. Because they don't have a lot to root for in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Eagles, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever, right. the, the Flyers yeah. and Phillies, you um, know. But they the like Sixers, yeah. but they like legitimately loved Rocky because that's that's a Philadelphia movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So like the the first few shots there's, of the so, kids. So the, just not not to interrupt too much. There's a statue of Rocky yes. in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. a fictional character. So when we get when we get to Rocky three, <laughs> you'll see when that statue actually gets. Are you still serious? There. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Awesome. We'll get there at some point. <laughs> But yeah, that is in Rocky Three, the, the okay. Rocky statue. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, the the actual kids following him that was organic. The, wow. Okay. Uh, they I... added more for like that big shot right at the end on the steps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like he actually like when he's going, come on, and he's trying to get the kids to follow him. Like that actually happened. He had like the day they were shooting that scene, the uh, kids on the street in Philadelphia started running with Sylvester Stallone, and they thought it was cool, so they kept it in the movie. Hey. All right. Well. Hey. But. A little cinema trivia out that's, there for you That's good to know, because it, like... It's, it's so, weird. It seems it's weird. It's so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and yeah, I think it, it feels a little bit better knowing... You said that's it, cheesy? I can't wait for us to watch Rocky III. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, and, 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 you know, it's... It's it's, it's different, because, like, if you watch it in 1979 when it came out... Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this is great. Yeah, like, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect, yeah. White America, yeah, ladies and right. gentlemen. And, like, watching it in 2020, in, in the midst of everything going on, it's like, this is fucking dumb. Stupid, yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, but, yeah, that was an organic thing. That legitimately, <laughs> that legitimately happened. All right, cool. Well, hey, that's that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just, like, the, the little thing where, like, everybody, like... This is everybody's favorite guy in Philadelphia yeah. and all that stuff. It's just like, again, I've been to Philadelphia. It's not like that. It's not. A, it's it's it's. I haven't been to New York, so I don't have that comparison. 
Uh, but compared to like other big cities I've been to, it's not one of the nicest ones. As no. far as like the people are just like people are just like yeah, fuck you, get out of my way. Like I don't give right. a shit. Boston, uh, I've been to Boston. Boston is close, but they're passive aggressive, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, all the, so like everybody in Boston is is like really nice. Yeah. But, but like, underhanded. Underhanded, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It's great, yeah. There. Unless you're black. Uh, yeah, right. And then they don't like you at all. <laughs> or a goaltender. They don't like goaltenders either. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but no, like, uh, Rocky's story arc, we talked about Apollos. Rocky's story arc kind of follows this, like, at the beginning of this movie, he, you know, he's already here. He's the top of his at He's the top at the of top world, of yeah. his game at the start of Rocky 1, and he only gets higher um, in the first 35 minutes of this movie. And then we start to see the slow plummet. You know, we, he, he, he's out of money. He has to sign some contract. He's like debasing himself to do commercials. Well, um, so it's, it's interesting because he, he retires from fighting yeah. after after the, the, the fight with Creed. And then, um, you know, somebody asked him like when he gets married, he's like, okay, so what are you going to do now? He's like, oh, I'll do commercials. Yeah. Um, but he also like, he again it's either because he's too naive or too stupid doesn't really understand like <laughs> how to act in a commercial yeah, right um yeah and, and he has trouble reading like yeah because he can't see out of one eye because he right yeah because he's <laughs> number one he's half blind number two he's you know he's like he doesn't have good good reading skills like, yeah you know, right and a, uh you know the director is being mean to him or whatever but yeah uh and, and this is the part that felt like really autobiographical yeah um you know tying it back to what we were talking about earlier because Again, like this is a guy who you know couldn't get work as an actor, so he was doing right. everything. He did like softcore porno and all this stuff, right? Just to like get get his name out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure this was a you know a realistic situation where he's like sure. you know went for uh, some stupid uh, you know commercial shoot where he had to look like a big dumb idiot. Yeah. And he just couldn't like couldn't get it done. Right. And the director um, was picking on him. So right. I, in the first movie, there's a, there, Adrian's talking about, uh, what her, or no, her, Rocky says something like my, my dad told me, uh, you know, you weren't born with any brains, so you better use your body. Yeah. Um, that's something that Sylvester Stallone's dad actually told him. That's he, he said that that's like something his father told him when he was young because he was born with a speech impediment. Yeah. Um. That, that whole like, uh, like he, he's not stupid. That's like actually how Sylvester Stallone talks. He was born with an impediment, so he's not dumb. That's just like he can't help it. But right, everybody thought right. he was dumb when he was a kid because of how he talked. So like that's actually something that Sylvester Stallone's father of the year uh, told him when he was a kid. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're, you're not, you weren't born with any brain, so you better use your body. Um, so yeah, he threw that in the yeah. movie and, uh, you kind of like, that's, I mean, that's Rocky's character is he's like, he doesn't, you know, he's punchy, but he's not, he's not like so dumb that he doesn't know when people are making fun of him. And, like, right. Um, and it's it, like, that's, I, I like, I like that scene because like, you know, that guy does act like such a fucking like when you want to knock that dude out like Rocky's oh, yeah. just being so yeah. sweet and like, yeah and, and like that, that's the other thing too is that uh, he, he does kind of stand up for himself he's yeah. like hey there's no reason for you to talk to me like that yeah right like, yeah. yeah he doesn't get angry he's right. just like you know um, and the, I think one of the coolest creative decisions that they made is after that they're like the, the guy says something like you wasted hours of our time and thousands of our dollars because you don't know how to read and like they're making fun of him and then the next shot is like this is really sad the next shot is him and adrian in bed and he's like reading to her like he's trying to get through a book um i think that's a really good character decision like yeah 
like that hurt is feeling so much that he wants to try and get better at it you know yeah. what i mean um it's really really sweet um you know and there's a lot of those he's one of the like that character is just like like it's the classic lovable oaf trope um, for sure kind of um, like shrek yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just trying to make jokes here uh not that shrek is a joke let's let's be real it's a uh, I was gonna say Michael Eisner, but that's not right. <laughs> I remember Eisner. who founded Dreamworks? Michael Myers. Michael Myers masterpiece. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. But yeah, sure. we get to see we get to see the like the complete uh, bailout. He, he he goes to work for Polly, Adrian's brother, uh, or with. Oh, Polly. before that, he he just he tries to get a job like a respectable job, like an like office as an or office job. But yeah, he's and a, the, but like yeah, I mean, you don't you didn't go to school. He's a high school dropout. He's a dropout of yeah, high school. Yeah. Like you have no like skills or anything like that. Right. Like there's there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, it, it's 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 definitely sad because like you can definitely see, and that's one of the worst things about you know this type of sport where it, yeah. it's it's all you know you know again you're using your body for years and years and years yeah. and when you're done you're done yeah um like there's yeah like you, most of these people didn't go to mm-hmm. college or they don't have degrees or and, high school yeah or, yeah or this high is, school. this like, is like their this is the only, only thing chance. they knew how to do yeah right yeah um and it's and again like if again that's the other that's the other thing that they mentioned in that um that 30 for 30 documentary we mentioned earlier is that you know most of these athletes like even if they did go to go to college, they'd have to try. Yeah, you know? like they took bullshit classes just so they can get through it and get a scholarship. Sure. You know, uh, just so they could go to the, go pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then and, like you, you think even the bigger schools like they don't they don't make you go to class. Oh hell no! You, like you, you think like the even Ohio State, the Ohio State, the University of Alabama. I was gonna say nobody goes Georgia, to Alabama for the education. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> like if you're if you're playing football there, you're roll tie. Eat, yeah, you're eat, eating, sleeping, and breathing football yeah. for your all four years. That's what you're doing. Your yeah. job is to play football. Um, and, and and they're like, yeah. They, so even if they have you know a college education, they, didn't yeah, really they don't learn anything. Right. Yeah, and boxing even more so because though like, if you're gonna be a professional fighter, like the the kids that and I say kids because it is always kids. Well, you got to start when you're like 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to be any kind of good at it, because it takes years to learn. Uh, it, it is a science. Um, it's a sweet science. Yes, <laughs> some might say. Some might say that. <laughs> uh, and I think even more than like UFC because uh, like boxing can always end with one punch. You know, MMA can can end at any fucking <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah. Boxing, <laughs> boxing, you have to fucking like typically you have to work on your opponent a little more. Yeah, and there's a lot that goes into it, um, and it is fucking difficult. So they they take these kids like off the street who are. They don't have any other options. It's either that, or you know, you know, you end up dead or in a gutter somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, right, or both, or both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and then when they get out of it, like you know, he he's thirty one, I think, or thirty. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of this movie, that's pretty close to retirement age for boxing. Right, right, like, but like, like you know, realistically, that's you got the rest of your life out of you. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's just like really scary that they could be like done with their career yeah and then they have no valuable skills to you know start right. earning money some other way right and if you know if you're not a successful boxer like you know this guy is a small time fighter yeah um and you don't save the money the way you should 
you know, you're going to be, you're going to be stuck. And yeah. th- again, I think that's what this, this movie probably does the best job of showing. Yeah, I agree. Is that, it's that, you know, you're at your, your highest point, you're on top of the world, you're famous. And then you just, you can't find work. Yeah. You spend all your money. And he ends up like working in a, in a meat shop again. Yeah. He, he works with Adrian's brother. Um, you know, at, at, like the, the same shop where he was punching the sides of beef in the first movie. Yeah. Like working his ass off, you know, all day long. And then he gets cut from that job. Right. Um, and he has basically no prospects. And he's like, this is, this is actually like as, as good as the scene was in the first movie, which, which is one of the best scenes I think in movie history, when Mickey goes to try and convince Rocky to let him be his manager and his trainer. Um, we get, we get the reverse shot here. Uh, in this movie where he's like so down on his luck he doesn't know what else he wants to do so like the only option he thinks he has now is to go back uh and fight because apollo's been like calling him out right yeah so he goes to see mickey there's a there's a scene um he like you know before this kind of happens there's a scene he's like walking adrian back back home and uh there's these guys that just start you know harassing harassing him yeah because uh, uh, you know Apollo like puts out an ad uh, in the newspaper where the he's Italian like chicken. the Italian chicken because he won't fight him and yeah. the guy's like hey is that the Italian chicken and yeah. they like, all laugh and uh, he was like what are they talking about like oh what are they? I don't know they they nothing so they're not talking to me yeah yet. he's not talking to me yeah um, but yeah he goes he goes to see Mickey to convince him um, uh, to train him again and like let no let's go back in the ring maybe we can do better this time we you know we can we, maybe we can beat him and we get this great you know scene where mickey's like nah you, you know you don't have the tools anymore and he does the, the eye test he like tries to run a finger across his peripheral vision and he goes on the what he goes on the the right side the right face, side yeah. and he goes ah, yeah i see it and then he does it on the other side and he can't like he has no yeah no peripheral vision and he's like nah you can't you, you know he, i think doesn't he slap him he does he says yeah. you got the heart but you ain't got the tools no more and Rocky says something like, "Well, maybe it's you who doesn't have it anymore." And Mickey goes, "Yeah," and slaps him across the face. And he's uh, so, there's so many great Mickey lines in this movie, in these movies. Yeah, he's he's fucking Bur- great. Shout out to Burgess Meredith's performance. He's a, like, he's incredible. In every movies. every Rocky movie he's in, he is so good uh, and so believable. And he, he like he, yeah, he slaps Rocky across the face and he says, "There, now you didn't even see that coming, did you?" Yeah, and that was from a two bit pug like me. <laughs> it's what, so good. What do you think? What do you think the champ would do to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'd hurt me bad. No, he'd hurt you poignant, <laughs> poignant. <laughs> yeah, he's it's so good. He's yeah. so like the delivery and just he's so believable. But it, it's so nice because we get to see this like role reversal. Because in the first movie we had that that great scene where where Mickey goes to see him, and and we get to see Rocky here like he, now he's the one who's down on his luck and he's trying to come you know. And and then he asks him like, well, Mick, can I at least help out around the gym? And uh, the one thing I, I love about their relationship is from the moment that Mickey starts training him in the first movie, he's he's trying to protect him, like he's he, you know sort of becomes that father figure, and that's really apparent here. Um, uh, I see you in there. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Sorry. And, and uh, Mick says something like, "Where's your dignity? You want to see these guys like watching you carry around spit, spit buckets, and mops?" And and there's a great line because well, they're like, they're like making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a great line that Rocky says that's like, I, "I can't explain it. I just have to be around it." And that's something that like a lot of boxers have expressed. Um, 
you know, like the, the, it's the same reason that when they retire, they go back to the gyms that they trained in and become trainers. Uh, Lennox Lewis became a commentator, and he said the same thing. He's like, I have to. I mean, you see a lot in, just in sports in general. So yeah. Yeah. Like, That's you, why, like, so many, you know, former players become coaches and, yeah. and, you know, general managers and, you know, commentators and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. general managers, general, general managers. <laughs> uh yeah so it's it's not even but yeah it's just like that's your whole life you don't know yeah. anything else and it kind of talked about that a little bit earlier like when that's all you know like you mm-hmm. have to go back to it uh and from that point mickey kind of like defends him when he's in the gym working we see these like really cool character moments like uh mickey's training this one guy at the at the heavy bag and he's like nah he's, he, what the hell are you doing he's like you gotta you gotta look ugly when you punch somebody like, yeah you snarl, snarl when you hit it snarl when you hit it and he's rocky rocky come over here show this kid how to snarl when you punch right it's just this, like like, the, like left hook at it and he goes that's a snarl you know like they get this, yeah yeah um and, uh, you know, Mickey sends one of the guys over to pick up spit buckets, and Rocky goes, no, I'll get it. And Mick's, like, trying to be like, no. Like, he's trying to protect him, you know what I mean, from these guys who are going to just pick on him through the whole thing. Um, you know, and, and I think it's really sweet. Their relationship really, throughout all these movies, you kind of see the, like, you know, uh, the, the, the you know, even though he's gruff, there's a lot of love there and a lot of respect. Yeah, it's tough and, love, you know, it's... Yeah, brotherly love. Brotherly love. Uh, kind of like a like famous city. city of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's um, that's the joke. But yeah, Mickey, Mickey, like <laughs> outright won't train him um, until he sees uh, Apollo on the on the news talking about like uh, you know he he's still pushing. He's like trying to get Rocky back. And, like, ah, he's running scared. He's this. He's that. And it, it like you, you get the impression that Mickey takes offense to that because Rocky's not running scared. He just. Mick won't. Mick doesn't want to train him because he doesn't want to get to get hurt. Yeah, and right. that he's, just, he's protecting him because yeah, he doesn't want to lose, him. He but, doesn't want to lose those guys for good. But the last, the last straw is like he finds out that he's calling, he's calling Rocky a coward, and Mick knows that Rocky's not a coward. So yeah. another great Mickey line here when they actually agree to do the training montage. He knocks on Rocky's door and he comes in and he goes, "I think we ought to knock his block off." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but it's super, super. Uh, I, I don't want to say complex, but d- d- complete uh, character arc uh, that we see from Rocky here. And then we're like, once we hit the bottom of that wave, it starts back up. Um, you know, when Mickey, Mickey, and him start to take over, and it's very, very slow at first because Rocky's heart's not in it. Um, you know, because Adrian's really conflicted. Uh, there's a great scene like right before she ends up going to the hospital. Um, where Polly goes to confront her, her brother, um, and he's like, "What are you doing? You know, you're like you're getting in his head. He's he's got a, he's a chance to fight for the title, and you you know you're screwing him up." And she says something like, "You know, uh, you know, if he goes blind, I love him. You don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, so something yeah. you know, like really, you know, um, yeah, cause she's really the, the the main reason why I didn't want to go back, right? Because you know? um, he promised her that he wasn't going to fight anymore, right? Right." Yeah. Uh, which is super understandable. If you know, you know, anything about what boxing does to the human brain and the human body, like it is fucking, it's devastating. Yeah, and there watch, is a, watch a video of Muhammad Ali in his prime, and then watch a video of Muhammad Ali right uh, now. Um, the New York Times did a great article. I, I cannot remember the name of it, but if you look up. Um, New York Times uh, uh, boxing, the failing New York Times boxing quadriplegic. <laughs> Um, you will find uh, it was this guy who was a heavyweight contender 
who was 25 or 26 years old and uh, he has a wife and three daughters and ended up with like severe traumatic brain damage in the ring. And now this woman's whole life is taking care of her husband who is bedridden in the living. Like it is an awful sport. Yeah. Uh, and there's numerous examples of like. But people. it's like so much fun to watch, though. Oh, I agree. No, <laughs> I, I 100% agree. I love boxing, but it, I mean, like. No, I know. It's it's it, it's a devastating sport, yeah. and it, it just completely destroys people. So, like, you yeah, know, Ad- Adrienne's the off. voice of reason here. She's right. Like, it's not, you know, she's just trying to look out for him. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But, you know, we go through the, the the scene where, like I said, I don't think it screeches the movie to a halt, but it definitely slows it down. So here, here's what I thought was going to happen while I was watching it. Um, so, you know, we mentioned earlier that uh, Adrian got pregnant. Yeah. Um, and, and to help, you know, just pay the bills, because obviously, you know, Rocky wasn't really working. Uh, she went back to working Work at the pet, pet shop. shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, because it, it's kind of established that there's only, only one person working there at a time. Yeah. Um, she has to do a lot of the the hard work, you know, heavy labor, like lifting lots of stuff. Dog which is, begs dog Which food. is not really good if you're pregnant. No. Um, not that I would know from personal experience, but I've been told. Yeah. Uh, it's not <laughs> what you need to do. Um, and and so she goes into labor and labor early, a uh, month early, and 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 just through the the blood loss and things like that, she goes into a coma. Yeah. Um, and what I thought was going to happen with this is, like, that that would be immediately, like, all right, well, I need to do this for her yeah, sort of thing. What actually happens is, like, you just get, like, it, it feels like it goes on for, like, ten minutes. It does. It goes on for a long time. It goes on for a long time. And uh, Again, I think it's just a padding the runtime kind of thing. Which, you know, it, 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 didn't, it didn't need it. it. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, I mean, I think, we'll kind of explain this in a little bit, but, like, he he basically just see Rocky spend like all his time in the hospital yeah. room, um, and you know he's reading to her, and you know he goes to the chapel, he's praying and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, Writes but, her a poem, and, yeah, yeah, you know things like that. It's it, it does really screech the movie the hall. It, it it slows down big time. Yeah, the only reason I'm willing to forgive this scene is because it gives us another great scene with Mickey when Rocky goes to the chapel. Yeah, that's a good scene. That's um, a real good scene. And Yeah, the, keep that. But, but I think, yeah, but I think you could have cut around that. You know? Yeah, like, I agree. You, you didn't I need agree. all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I think maybe the only reason why they, they kept it so long is because, you know, the, the end of this, this part is that she does wake up from the coma. Yeah. So it would be kind of like anticlimactic, or not really anticlimactic, but it would seem a little cheap. Um, not that this doesn't feel cheap, mm-hmm. but it would feel a lot more Cheaper. cheap. Uh, if if you know there was a short amount of time and between when just, she went into a coma and then when she woke up, um, which you could explain a time lapse other ways. There's sure. other ways you can explain a time lapse. Come on, you guys make movies. Yeah, uh, but it. it's it's uh it, it maybe that's the only reason why they kept it as long as they did. Yeah, I agree. Um, um but it, they they definitely could have shortened it. Yeah, the movie did not need to have that. Uh, so that would be the other thing that I think you could snip and and it would work just fine because they've told plenty of story up to this point. Yeah, that's and what it, I was, that's what I was thinking about like when I was watching. It. I was like, man, the, like a lot of story. You've already like he's got like he's all like he's already at his lowest point and it's mm-hmm. knocking down even lower yeah and it's like if we don't we need to stay here like we get it you can yeah. you can start you can start to get back you can start putting it. your foot on the gas um, yeah like i i am i wish i wasn't this way but i'm so guilty of like when i start a movie i look at the runtime yeah and then I do, like i do that too. and then like periodically throughout the movie i'm like all right well, where, 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 yeah, where, where are we at, at? Yeah. where are we at and i think that's more yeah, just because like I, I like I, I like understanding 
you know, you know, seeing when the story is going to change over. Yeah. But like this, this is happening at like the hour twenty mark. Yeah, we're almost at the end. It's like point. you're way into this movie now. It's like it's like montage driving to the fight fight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like a this. really quick turnaround after yeah, this. Yeah, we're like, we're like right there after yeah. that. Yeah, um, which, again, like, if, if they would have done this earlier in the movie, yep. Um, and then, like, you know, she goes into a coma, and he's like, well, what, what else do I have except my, you know, mm-hmm. my fight, like, the, the fighting? Um, and, like, he's, he's training while she's in a coma, mm-hmm. and then she comes out of the coma, and he's like, oh, she's back, she's out of the coma, but maybe I don't want to do it. And yeah. then she tells him to, to, to fight, yeah. just to win, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that actually, I think that might have. I think that might have worked pretty well. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I think this is okay. It it does slow down though. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. I think it was only like especially noticeable because we were already so far into the movie, and we'd already seen him just go so far down. I yeah. just, I was like, it's enough. We, I just, we, yeah, we it's like, point. yeah, and, and and you know, you either like leave this in and take some other stuff out, um, or you know, have it going on while other stuff is going on because it's it's only because when this is when this happens nothing else happens for like a like a solid five ten minutes right it's just him in the just hospital yeah. and it's just that and it's just like it's really it's very slow it's very slow yeah and i was just like especially because since i knew the ending was coming soon yeah and i was like what do we all mean? right we gotta we gotta start building up mm-hmm. to something because like Especially since I know how it's going to end. Like, I know he goes back and fights him, and I know he wins. Yeah. Um, like, just because, you know... You want, I, you want to get to that sweet, sweet montage and sweet fight scene. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get, get let's, there. Let's get to it. <laughs> I agree. And, and they do. They, they eventually do, because she, you know, she wakes up, and it, you do get this nice, nice little cute moment. She's like, mm-hmm. win. Yeah, win. One thing I want you to do. Come here. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Uh, another great Mickey line right here where he goes, what are we waiting for? And yeah. he like, turns to Polly and goes, take this, and hands him his hat. <laughs> it's just like ready to go. Yeah, it's good. It's real yeah. good. Uh, and then you get the, the montage. The he, montage. Chases, he chases and catches the chicken. And Yep. Uh, One thing I love about this montage that uh, I, I noticed uh, like on this last watch through, uh, the montage music right at the end syncs up to the to the um the lullaby music that's playing in yeah it does yeah really cool right yeah i thought that was a really sweet touch yeah it's nice yeah uh, it it, you know it fits super well yeah Um, but yeah we get this sweet training montage of him like kicking ass getting faster getting strong getting stronger (laughs) (laughs) Um, doing the big sprint up the stairs with the big group of with kids. The with thousands of kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then uh, the one thing I really like that they did in this movie is they throw this little in-between scene here where it's like, it's not just a montage and now we're at the venue for the fight. We see him like, like he, you know, he puts the baby to bed, right? And then he goes outside and he's got all these people waiting outside his yeah. house to cheer him on. Um which actually happened at the next part of the scene. They knew that they were filming Rocky Two at the time, so when they there's a scene of him like driving the Trans Am to the to the church, and he's like honking the horn trying to get the priest out the window. Um, there were actually like several hundred people behind him when they were oh my filming god that really scene. yeah. So they had to like tell everybody to stay <laughs> shut, quiet. Shut up! Shut up! Shut yeah. up! Yeah, because they filmed it. They filmed that scene in one take. And it was just like they did it like 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 it was happening live. So like Stallone comes around the corner in the Trans Am, um, like at light speed, and then the whole crowd's going, you know, Rocky, and they're going, like, <laughs> you gotta be, you know, like, 
Uh, and he does the scene with the priest, and he gets back in the car and filmed it. But they nailed it in one take, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but I love this little side scene where he's like, Hey, Father Carmine! Oh, jeez, I'm so late. I was, you know... <laughs> so it's the way he says, like, I was just wondering, like, if you could throw down a blessing so in case I get beat up tonight. You know, you take care of the wife. And the, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, it's very it's very rocky <laughs> yeah. yeah the priest is rocky like talking to him in italian like like aren't you you know what i mean aren't you yeah. supposed to be at the fight and he's like yeah, you know, he's kind of mad at him too yeah. which is great <laughs> uh, i like that a lot yeah it, it gives the blessing his thanks father jesus so late and then, yeah. <laughs> so we get that like i like that might be my my favorite mickey line of this movie where they're like hey rocky everybody comes in and goes hey mick mickey goes shut up i'll break it we got to fight here and he like gets him inside um really really cool stuff leading up to the 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 final showdown like just great character stuff we see apollo creed and he's got duke his trainer and the you know wrapping his wrapping his hands and he's like you're the best women love you men want to be the champion no you know super fucking cool like intense like you know you can tell he's taking a lot more seriously than he did last time yes last time he was like he came out on that that uh the the, he's dressed like uncle sam no he he was dressed like george washington on the oh that's right on the boat on the the fucking delaware Delaware, crossing which is like such a crazy like over the top thing yeah this one he's like dialed in yeah focused like he's he's He's, I want you. He's there for yeah. He's there for one reason, one reason only. It's to, to beat, uh, Fuck beat up down Rocky. this guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rocky and Mickey, when they make their entrance, one of the things I fucking love about all these movies is like in basically every movie, he talks about how he likes the robe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just a cute little aside that they do in like right. every single movie. It's like I like this robe a lot. Do you like this robe, Mickey? Yeah, it's nice. It fits a lot better than the last one. Right, right, yeah. They always do something with the robe, which just always fucking cracks me up. Like, he's right, he's about to go out before all these thousands of people, and, like, that's what he's concerned with is yeah, how yeah. nice the robe fits. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, we, we get to what is by far, you know, the best scene in the whole movie. And oh, I, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta preface this by saying, um, you know, when I watched it, I think the editing and the pacing of it bothered me a lot more when I was watching it. Yeah. Talking about it with you again, I, I think I, I I think talking about it more like maybe like the movie maybe more than I initially did. Yeah. Um, because it's a movie that warrants several watches. I think. I think it's yeah those... probably yeah probably because like it's stuff like you know pacing and timing and stuff like that that sure. will really you know maybe bring a movie down in my opinion there's a couple of um, those like the, the scene where he's like working in the meat shop that goes on longer than it needs to um you know obviously we talked about the hospital scene that yeah five minutes yeah and it, it, it's i think it's more just because like i am i am such a fan of when it's done right yeah and, and again like i i maybe just don't not i maybe it's just because i don't watch enough movies from this time period because i know like it's it's totally different now like it, it's it, the the modern way films are, are edited it's very like quick. very quick, very fast. Like, yeah. okay, next scene, next scene, next scene. Um, and there's, you know, that's not great either. Like, I always like, you know, when it's done well, you know, when you stay on a scene for maybe for just 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 a little bit longer in some moments. Mm-hmm. But in this, Tarantino's very good at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I felt like, you know, watching it when I was watching it, I didn't like it as much as when, you know, because like talking back about it, like. Other than editing, maybe maybe there's nothing else I can say bad about. Yeah, it. right. It's it's. Um, I mean, you you can't argue that it's that it's not competent because it's very competent. Would you say it's capable? I would say it's capable. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to say it too. I can see it. Yeah, you gotta say it. 
that's really funny. Um, but yeah, it's uh, but this this fight scene, man, like holy shit, it's good. It's, it's fucking uh, great. It's really good. It's uh, a really good fight scene. It's really good in the first movie too. But this yeah. is like particularly you can you can tell that like they not that they didn't know what they were doing the first time, but this time they're like, all right, take mm-hmm. everything we learned from the first one. And let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, we get to see a pop, like oh, uh, Carl. Shout out to Carl Weathers' performance here again because he like he comes out like a, like a boxer who wants to fucking end a fight early. Like, oh yeah, legitimately looks yeah. like, and he's just teeing off. <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he gets right into it, and he's just mm-hmm. like, and, and again, it's it's a combination of you know because I don't really know how much was like stunt performed. Um, and oh no, they that? were in the ring. It was yeah. those two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. like, it, well, like basically all these movies, it was the actual actors. Yeah. So like, it's it's yeah. a combination of his his you know actual like action yeah. performance and like again just you can just see that physicality like the mm-hmm. dude's jacked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And not that not that Sylvester Stallone isn't no. like isn't ripped, but like there's a there's a noticeable difference between mm-hmm. Apollo Creed and, and Rocky, and it's like you can see it in the first one too, yeah. and in this one like you can definitely tell that like. So that's just going to spend a little more time training because he's yeah. a little bit more cut. Yeah. But, like, compared to Carl Weathers in this, like, it's oh, just, yeah. like... <laughs> like, they're both in boxing shape, but Carl Weathers is in, like, Tyson boxing shape. Yeah, dude. Like, like you it, could see that. It like, legitimately like, looks like, like he could he could Chiseled fight. from fucking stone. Yeah, you yeah. could, like, literally think that like, if he stepped in the ring with somebody, he could fight him wow. right there. Oh, um, important to note for this fight scene, too. Uh, there's a great scene where Mickey and Rocky are talking over footage of the first fight. And he, he he's talking about South Paws. He's like, ah, God. Oh, that's right. Up we we he, mentioned a little bit earlier. Yeah, he's, yeah, they screwed up when they created South Paws because they do everything wrong. And he's like, and he tells Rocky, like, you know, one of the and this is an actual legitimate boxing strategy. He's like, you know, if you can go out there and fight right handed against Creed, and then you use that, use that, you you know, switch to South Paw. Uh, you know, get him used to fighting right handed. You like confuse him, come out with a right. And, and then switch back, you know what I mean? Once he starts getting used to fighting you right-handed, um, you know, you could be you could be really dangerous. And this is like, um, that's a legitimate tactic from Southpaw fighters. Manny Pacquiao, uh, probably the most recent uh, famous Southpaw fighter who could uh, switch stances and fight right-handed too, um, which is why Manny Pacquiao was so fucking dangerous uh, when he fought because um, it's a really good trick to have. So this is a legitimate boxing strategy. Uh, and Rocky fights him through this fight basically right-handed all the way up until the last round. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool because we get this nice little callback to that moment of him and Rocky. Um, or uh, him and uh, Mickey, rather, uh, watching the fight footage and you know going through their strategy. Um, but this fight is fucking brutal. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of like great, lots of spit, lots of sweat. Um, you get some really cool slow motion shots yes. later on in the fight, like which usually end up looking really silly in a lot of other movies. But I think this work in boxing; it works really well. Yeah, and they, they, I think what helps it out is like the the lighting. Obviously, it's 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 easier because like if you're filming a, a you know real boxing match, like all the lights except for what's on the a re, uh, on the ring are you know turned down. Uh, turned down for what? Oh, for um, but you know you can definitely see like it, it's just because like. You get you get this like really great like shot of like you get the POV as well of like the, yeah. the camera just like going in slow motion and stuff like that. It's uh yeah, it's just a really really well shot. Like and again, like I mentioned, like that's the weird thing is like the editing for the most of the movie not so great. Editing in the fight scene, oh, yeah. they outstanding, like Very so good. good, so good. And that's where it's like it's like <laughs> okay, it's it's a 
poorly edited movie, but also like really well edited movie yeah. in some parts. Yeah. Um, and it's just you know obviously every like maybe it's just the strengths of the the editor involved here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it's sign of the times too. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, now more than I think about it, but like man, it's just a really well shot. Really, you know, I, I really love like all the chirping that uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Call- is doing. She's calling him a chump. Yeah, he's, he's like he's like he's hitting him and it, like also like. Insulting at the same yeah, time, right. yeah, it's great. Which is, if you know anything about boxing, that's like super boxing. Yeah, yeah, like that's. A... But it's, it's just like a total parallel. It's like total opposite of where he was in the first one. Yeah, um, and where, it's, he, where he's just like toying around. And, yeah, you know. right. And, and this one, he's like legitimately upset. Yeah, um, and it's it's great. It's just a really good fight scene. Um, you know, the first couple rounds, like he's handling him. Yeah, he's just 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 handling him. Right. Um, but you know, you know, it's, it's Rocky comes back and Rock, fights yeah. back. Rocky and, gets his shots and he starts yeah. winning a couple rounds. Yep. But it's yep. still like, I think, I think canonically, by the time we get to the, by the time we get to the fifteenth round, uh, canonically speaking, uh, Apollo has won ten of the last fourteen. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. seems that way. Like he's, it, it's. It's he's in control for most for of the most fight. of the fight, and that's because Rocky's yeah. fighting right handed. Right, right, um, and also like because Apollo is the best, and he's and more focused. Yeah, right. Uh, so it would make sense that he is uh, definitely handling it. Right, um, but it's it's just like you can really tell, and it, it's part of this comes down again. The performance is great. You know, the editing is in this scene especially is very good, and, and all that. Um, and it just gives you that, that feeling like, oh man, he might be in trouble this time. Right. Um, but you know, it turns out uh, we get the championship round. We get the championship um, round, and uh, yeah. I, I love one of the things I really like in these movies is the in between rounds shots of like yeah. the, the trainers and the uh, and the fighters. Because uh, if you ever watch like HBO's Boxing After Dark or any like professional pay per view fights, one of the things they always do is like in between rounds they'll they'll go to each corner and they'll, you'll see the cut man and the trainer talking with the fighter in between so it's really cool to see them do that i think that might have started like around this time because of you know these movies we're seeing like the in-between round thing where they're both like <gasps> like sucking wind when they sit down on the stool and yeah yeah Rock- rocky's trying to uh talk to vic and he's like i can't believe it broke my nose again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> yeah it's an improvement <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah, we get to, we get to the the fourteenth round, and Mickey says, uh, uh, "What? Like you, you gotta you gotta switch? Why don't you switch to Southpaw? We had a plan, you know. Like you know, it's time." To, Rocky's like, "No tricks, I ain't switching." Uh, I want to. And he's like, "You're getting killed out there." And he goes, "It's my life." This <laughs> <laughs> is great. I love those little yeah. interactions. Which is like, but I was watching him like, all right, well, why wouldn't you switch? Yeah, like, right. no one's gonna think any less of you, right? Like, you're you're like everywhere. that was the plan. That was right. the plan. And so that's one of my big Southpaw. complaints with the movie. Yeah, like, but you know, that's, that's that's again, I think like, that's Rocky's character, though. Sure, right. It's just, like he wants to beat him. You know, yeah, like legitimately, straight yeah, straight up. Um, but like he had like he come on man you come gotta, on, you're left you gotta know you gotta yeah, do it you gotta right. do it right right um, and then we get this great like counterpoint where where Duke is in the uh, corner with Apollo and he's like you you got him beat on points now stick and move stay away from him and Apollo's like no, yeah he's going down he's yeah, going down exactly just like it's great it's, yeah. it's this great little like. He still got that pride, like no, I gotta put him down. I gotta put him down. Yeah, because when you no. win all your fights by knockouts, you know, right. 
<laughs> you're, like, you're not used to trying to outlast somebody, you know? And they stand up and they get, we get this great, like, back and forth. You know, Apollo starts swinging at him. Uh, and then Rocky gets tired of getting beat on and he switches back to Southpaw and he just starts fucking unloading on uh, uh, on Apollo. And we get this great, like, little parallel because this movie came out, like, right after the uh, Rumble in the Jungle. Um, you know, the, the famous uh, Ollie George Foreman fight, uh, the rope dope. So we get like kind of like the rope dope ending where Rocky's been like yeah. fighting one way through the whole movie and then he switches uh, over to Southpaw and just starts fucking teeing off. And they're just, they're just at like by the end of the, the round, they're just tagging each other. They're trading right. blow for blow in the middle of the ring. And we get this like dual uh, swing knockout uh, where they both clock each other and end up tumbling down to the mat and then we get this big dramatic finish the big uh you know i think maybe this is the big dramatic sports finish movie this is like maybe the first big example of that slow-mo kind of like yeah this is, again thing. this is a really good a good use of slow motion and then like the audio slows down as well yeah and it, it's it's so there's there's like two ways like they're trying to get get a little bit more technical you know like the way you can like do this two ways you can do slow motion uh, one is, and this is, you know, not really the way you do it anymore because you don't have film cameras, but one is you overcrank the camera. Right. Uh, so you're shooting twice as many frames every second. So when you play that back at 24 frames per second, you have more frames. So right. it slows the motion down. That creates a more natural looking slow motion effect where you have, you know, mm-hmm. more frames filling in the information and it looks smooth and natural. And Which is incidentally how I think it was done in Raging Bull. Probably. Um, the other way is to just double the frames and, like, you know, stretch out the information. Right. Which you get a choppier, more chaotic, right. less, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, cohesive, you know, way of zooming it, mm-hmm. which is what they did in this Man. movie. Right. And the, it, it's it's used to great effect. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, you can tell that, you know, definitely parts of it were definitely handled with, with really good care. And, and, again, another example of where it was edited well. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, that stuck out to me because, again, yeah. especially since, like, in the 70s, you couldn't just go into uh, iMovie or, you know, <laughs> it's not that real filmmakers are using iMovie, but not, you couldn't go into, like, a, like a film editing program on your computer and just like okay here's a slow motion effect let's slow this button. down yeah right, right. Yeah. you actually had to like go in there and like actually you do, do real it. work yeah, you actually right. had to do real work when you cut in the film um so like it's a it's a very intentional decision and i'm sure that it was it was intentional at the time to do the slow motion this way yeah. instead of the traditional way um and it it, it, got, it works to great effect mm. yeah yeah, it's it, uh, it, it ends up feeling very real, and like uh, in be- all throughout the fight, we see these like, and they did this in the first movie too. The like cuts to like uh, Gazo in the crowd, like cheering for Rocky. Yeah, uh, and then Adrian and Polly are back home, like with the, watching the baby. Uh, so we get to see like Polly on the on Rocky's couch with a beer going. Oh my god, Rocky! I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's so good. Yeah, like, it's really good. Cuts. And Adrian's just hit him back. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like at one point, like later in the fight, like he's just getting fucking teed off on Paulo's teed off on him, and it's those slow motion shots of him, and his vision is starting to go because he's not protecting his eye, and like 
Adrian's like at home freaking out because he's fucking get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we we get this like this great. By the time this double knockdown happens, we're like right at the end of the fifteenth round, and the ref is counting to ten, and it's like they you know we get uh we get the the announcers you know giving us for people who don't know the rules of didn't know the rules of boxing at the time in the 70s this is not how it is now incidentally it would have been it would have probably rocky rocky standing up probably wouldn't have counted cuz they have to check oh, that's right. you yeah 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 uh double knockdown like they could have both Can you not been. use the ropes to get up either uh no, I don't think so. I think that's a safety yeah. thing now. I think you have okay. to like get up on your own. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I like legitimately watched uh, regularly, but I know they've done a ton for safety. Yeah, because because like, people like if you're using the ropes die. to get up. You probably can't actually get up. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So we get this like great slow mo shot of the ref counting, you know, uh, up to ten, and he gets up to like eight and a half, nine. Uh, and Apollo slips on the on the turnbuckle and kind of just, you know, falls down. And Rocky stumbles up to his feet, and the ref counts out Apollo, and we get the big the big ending. Which in the seventies that would have counted. That would have absolutely sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, now they both would have been counted out. It would have been a draw, and Apollo would have got the title because, like, the, like one of the things they do is they check your co- that you're cognizant when you stand <laughs> up. Like, they, they shake your gloves and they want you to put some force back into their uh-huh. hands, and they look to see your eyes and make sure you're not like glassed over and like right. dead on your feet, basically. Um, but no, Rocky. You know, Rocky gets up and then he's up in the ring, and the ref counts out Apollo, and we see this great shot of like Rocky stumbling back towards his corner and then falling to his knees. Uh, while the cut man and Mickey and everybody come into the ring and start rushing him. Gross. Gross. Uh, and then we get, like, really, a, like, kind of like the Rocky one ending. Um, you yeah, know. where, like, you know, he, he they do the, the thing where, like, they you know, they interview him real quick. And he yeah. says, that's you, know, you mentioned earlier, like, how he thanks, you know, Apollo for, for being in the ring. Yeah. For, which for is having him there. Really, really sweet touch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we actually he gives a great little great little speech here on the mic. It was like, oh god, uh, I can't believe this has happened. Uh, you know, aside from my first of all, I want to thank God. Uh, aside from my kid being born, this is the greatest night in the history of my life. Yeah. And then we get the classic like great Rocky line. Um, I just want to say something to my wife, who's at home. You Adrian. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Get the belt up. Yeah. yeah, fucking awesome. And then it just it just ends right there. Yeah, just perfect. Yeah, that's the that's the, you know, and really, the, I mean, the first movie kind of ended pretty similar. It really I mean, did. Yeah, yeah. Short, quick cut, boom, bing, bang, boom, done. Movie's over. I love that. Yeah, I, I, you don't need to dick around with anything after. There's so many movies that fucking. <laughs> I think every movie now. God, they go on for so long. I, I'm trying to think of like a. Okay, do you ever see the movie Mystic River? No. So that is a Clint Eastwood joint. Yeah, I, that, I, I know of it. That is an incredible movie that uh, needed to end about 25 minutes before it ended. Yeah. There's a clear point where the movie should have ended, and then it goes on for like another 20 or 25 minutes yeah. after that. I was trying to think of like, like, like another sports movie example. Oh, of something that goes on for like way too long? Yeah. I, I think because uh, doesn't doesn't miracle end like because it doesn't end when they win, right? Right. Like they have like the whole another scene after that, like yeah, in the locker room or whatever. Super unnecessary. Yeah. Like you just like every like you, you know just, what? you end with the Sports Illustrated cover of them with the flag on the ice. Yeah. That's yeah. what you end. That's with. what you end with. You end with 
Is, is it a miracle? Oh, God, I can't. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, miracles? Yes. yes. You've got five seconds. Yeah. That, that's how you. That's how yeah. you end up that movie. But right. they, they go on because they have to. You know, where the characters end up. up. You got to no. wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't. No, you don't. Um, especially since it's based on you know actual events. Like you can yeah. just like look up what happened later. But um, I think so many sports movies get this right. Um, maybe because they're catering to the sports audience, which is you know. Yeah. The thing about a movie like Rudy, Rudy ends perfectly. It, yeah, couldn't be so more perfect. Um, couldn't be more perfect. Even like movies like The Natural with that. Have you ever seen The Natural with Robert Redford? I haven't. Oh man, I know that's a great. Flick. I know. Um, yeah, um, the sports movies tend to get this right, but the, yeah, Miracle's a really good example of this. This like, okay, like you, you know, you end yeah. with the Sports Illustrated cover, just that them with the flag on the. Well, ice. that was like peak Disney sports movie. Yeah, like when they they made uh, Remember the Titans, yep. and then like every movie after that where there's like they just copy and paste of Remember the Titans, yep. which I that, like Miracle's a great movie. Don't oh yeah, wrong. no, I love that movie. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, uh, it's also like a really good story that needed to be told again. Yes, um, but it is like <laughs> you could probably line up. Uh, both like Remember the Titans and Miracle, and they would oh, probably the have like thing. the same. Like, and I like Rem- Remember the Titans is a true. Oh, story that's great! Too. Yeah, I, um, but that movie does the same fucking thing. At yeah, the end where they do, yeah. they're like, "This is where they are." I don't give a shit. The movie's right, over. Right. It's like, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but th- this is like, boom. We're at the end of the movie. This chapter's done. Bang. Yeah. Which means we get to go to Rocky Three. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where things start to, and like I said, I still like three and four are the ones where, and five are the ones where people are like, uh, like the middle ones. Um, I like these movies for very different reasons. We will get to them at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. But they are not pieces of cinema. They are movies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Outright, complete, total movies. Um, And they're not bad, but they're not good either <laughs> they're they're good they're good cheesy bad movies yeah this, I, I don't I, I know enough about again i haven't seen any of those either uh, but i know enough about them like i know rocky three is the one where he uh clubber lang yeah, okay Clay, it's mr t oh is that that one that's mr t yeah. so rocky four is when he fights the russian the russian yeah yeah and that's like peak cold war hysteria oh, yeah. like pure propaganda it's also peak uh stallone steroid usage yeah he's like as cut as carl weathers is naturally in this movie right stallone is like fucking like you know what i mean yeah yeah like i know what you mean legitimately cut from stone (laughs) in that movie uh yeah so it's again it's funny because it's like you know when i was watching it i was maybe i was definitely less enthusiastic about it but yeah just discussing it again like there's I think the the story that they tell is really good. Yeah, just needed to just chop it, chop it down. Yeah, Chill, I agree. A little, a little choppy, choppy. Yeah, uh, I was trying some, take was, some scissors. I was it. trying to look critically at this movie. Like I said, I because I I've seen these movies so many times. They were like some of my dad's favorite movies. Um, so naturally, when you're a kid and like dad had them on all the time, whatever, whatever, they would always be on like TNT. Or yeah, something. I mean, we we talked about this when we talked about you know Star Wars. It's the same same thing with me. You yeah, know? yeah. You just you get accustomed to it. So like to me, they were always great movies. Yeah, like eventually we, we I, I hope that we we talked about Back to the Future at some point. Like those movies. Yeah, you know that stuff. That was like always on my house. Yeah, so. oh, super um, good. Yeah, super for sure. Good. Um, um, but yeah, like the, uh, to me, this do I think it stands on its own? No, it's definitely a continuation of the first chapter. Well, 
I mean, you could you could definitely watch this movie. Yeah, on it, its own. I think it, it because it has like those first five minutes yeah. in there. Um, I think it I think it does. You know, it, I think it could stand on, on its own. You you kind of yeah. get enough of what you need to know about it. Yeah, from from the first, from the first five minutes. Um, I think I'd rather watch the first one. Oh no, hundred yeah. percent. Like I think if if I'm gonna rewatch any of these movies again, I'm gonna rewatch Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that movie. No, that's, that's, that's a good movie. No, but I, I think I would, I would I think Rocky. You know. Of of the ones I've seen is definitely the best one. Yeah. Um. And it's 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 that's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Oh yeah. And the reason why I mentioned the cinematography when we talked briefly about the first time, I feel like that's another thing about this movie that was kind of lacking. Yeah, Other than the fight scene, obviously yeah. the fight scene was really well shot, but like the rest of it, it's just it's just it's not as visually there. Yeah, they're not the taking as many movie. risks. It's it's pretty yeah. you know flat you know shot. There's like one good shot in in this in this movie. Is when um, they're in the hospital and you you have like um, Adrian in the foreground, you know, eyes closed, yeah. like look like towards the camera, and then Rocky in the background. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's shot in a way where they're both in focus as well, which is mm-hmm. always like a good trick. Um, they're they're both in focus, and it's that's a that's a good shot. Um, but everything else is just like they're just not taking any risk. It's just fine. Like it's not every flat, movie has yeah. to be. You know, shot that way which is why it was like and, and knowing what i knew about these movies before i'd seen them that's what surprised me so much about rocky one is like yeah oh man there's actually like some some, some care really good shots taken yeah. in the filmmaking and, yeah. and that's why so this was a this was a different cinematographer than the first one yeah it's noticeable yeah but what's interesting is that the cinematographer rocky 2 was the same guy who shot jaws get the fuck out of here right really? no yeah way. which is why i was like when i saw them like no fucking way because like jaws is like a really oh, yeah. Like there is some really cool like shots in that one. Everybody, everybody, my, like legitimately, my favorite shot in movie history is in Jaws. So it's like that scene when he's flinging Chum into the water uh-huh. with a cigarette, yeah. and it's yeah. that shot of him like rising up, like <laughs> so good, yeah. so. And of course, good. everybody like focuses on the on that that famous uh, dolly zoom shot. Oh yeah. Um. That... So it, that's that's that that surprised me because like that is a. Um, I guess a, a much more experimental way of shooting a movie. Yeah. Um, and this one is just very standard. Yeah. But, you know, you can definitely tell, you know, again, the fight scene is shot oh, so, impeccable, so yeah. impeccably well. It's like, okay, like, the, this is a guy who's used to shooting action, and he yeah. does that very well. Everything else is just so-so. Um, but, yeah, that's again, maybe my only other knock against this movie is, like, you know, a little bit more editing. Um, you know, could have been shot a little bit better. Um, Rocky One's four stars. I would say this is three stars. If you're going, yeah, if you're you know, going on that scale, if you would have asked me yesterday after watching, I probably would have given it like a two and a half. Yeah. Uh, but again, talking about it again, like a lot of the stuff that you know, bothered me upon watching it the first time, mm-hmm. they, I think they are a little bit less uh, less of a thing. Yeah. Um, and again, I I just I, uh, part of that is my nostalgia blinders. Part of it is I've just seen them a thousand times, so like I know you know. Yeah, I, I think it's this is just a I, I think it's a fun movie to talk about because it's a yeah. good feel good story and you know just being a sports fan you you see like this sort of thing happen all the time all the time yeah um so that's the part of this stuff i really enjoyed and i think it just like the middle section just how it like all right we get it (laughs) like just just like i want to see he like i want to see him training because like you know what's gonna happen yeah um and uh it could have just used a little bit of chopping but yeah it's it's good totally Um, fair i think uh i think i liked it yeah yeah. Uh, incidentally, if you guys at home want to watch a 
real like Apollo Creed versus Rocky Balboa kind of fight, do yourself a favor and look up the first. I'll say the first Arturo Gotti versus Irish Mickey Ward fight, because Irish Mickey Ward was just like a like a bum puncher kind of you know yeah I mean? or watch the the movie the fighter which is based on the life of uh yeah Mickey right Ward. there you go right yeah um yeah it's uh it, it's uh it's good oh, wait no and, and no the fighter mickey ward is mickey ward's in the trainer in the yeah. Yeah, he's the trainer yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah uh, mickey ward fought uh they were both uh, god christian bale's so good in that fucking i movie. know he's I good know. in every movie but like oh, that yeah. movie is just he's like, like particularly oh my god good. yeah it's incredible yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, Irish Mickey Ward's a real uh, boxing Hall of Famer, Irish Mickey Ward. Yeah. Um, you know, real fucking brawling, uh, body-punching tough guy, and uh, they beat the piss out of each other in that fight. They had two more fights after that, too, but, like, that is a... You want to watch a Rocky-esque fight, two, two of them. Of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the, yeah, that's a really good example of just two guys beating on each other for, you know, the whole fight. Um, but yeah, that's Rocky too. Uh, definite recommend for me. Uh, this you know is, what? like I said, legitimately one of my favorite movie sequels ever. Yeah, again, I think if you asked me yesterday, I was like, watch, watch Rocky 1, you don't need to see Rocky 2, but I, I've come around on it. I think, yeah. watch Rocky 2. Uh, yeah, you should. It's a, it's a fun watch. It's, yeah. Uh, and again, I, I think it's, uh, even though it's one of those, those like, okay, bring it back to status quo and then kind of repeat the plot of the first one. Um, it does enough differently. Again, like the differences it makes with Apollo Creed's character. Yep. Um, really interesting stuff. Um, you know, getting to see the the way that money affects the you know the people who are in poverty. Yep. Really good stuff. Um, we get more Mickey. Really good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Burgess yeah. Meredith. Seriously, Burgess Washington. Meredith is great in, in, this, in this movie. It's great in he's, everything. Great in the first one too. In, but like, yeah, he's yeah. fucking crushing it. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, I'd give it a recommendation. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, but well, yeah, that's. I think that's an episode. Is there anything else you have to add? No, no. I think we. I think we pretty uh, substantially covered it. I was really happy to do this one because I, I love it. Yeah, for sure. Movies, this so. is definitely one of the ones that we, we when we first started talking about doing this this podcast this was one of the first ones you recommend yeah. recommended we watch, and um, I don't I don't uh, regret it. Uh, one uh, one last thing I will mention about this movie: uh, Adrian's hospital room number is six six nine. Nice, is it nice, nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, next week, uh, we're not going to talk about Godfather Part 2. No. Because for the first time in months, <laughs> in months, a new movie is coming out. And it happens to, it be, happens a to be a sequel. It happens to be a sequel. And again, it is right in our wheelhouse, too, because it is a sequel, like, 20 years after the, yep. the last one. A How long the time. fuck about that? Like, this is a movie that should not have come out. Yep. Especially not in 2020, but nope. it's here, um, and it's it's Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, so like, so it comes out. So we're recording this on Thursday. It comes yes. out on Friday the 28th. So yeah. when you listen to this, if you're listening on that day, it'll be out. Uh, I I looked. There's still no reviews on it. Yeah. So I have no idea what to expect. I'm fucking excited because uh, we're gonna be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, hopefully we can figure out a way to watch this together. Yeah. Because um, both will be it'll be cheaper, yeah. but also because uh, I think it'll be a good thing to watch together. Yeah. Uh, like especially because Keanu Reeves is a totally different actor than yeah, he I was know. when he did the first ones. Uh, like I I think it'd be really fun to watch John Wick three and then watch this. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. This is going to be fun, for better or worse. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. So, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, uh, you know, ch- 
yeah, so next week, we're not going to talk about Godfather Part 2, because we have the monumental task of watching a new movie. <laughs> a new Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> if you can <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, when so they the announced... history is being made. <laughs> <laughs> when they announced this movie, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So, just, just because it's like, I know it's going to be stupid, yeah. and I'm all about that. I really hope it's the right kind of stupid. I do, too. I, I, I have, I, I I have really full, full faith that it's going to be the right kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to watch Bill and Ted's Face the Music. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that comes out you know, the day this episode comes out. So if you yeah. want to watch it ahead of time, you do have, you know, should have plenty of time to, to do that. If you don't want to watch it, I'm not going to hold you, uh, you know, I'm not going to judge you. No. Uh, I, I feel like you could probably enjoy us talking about it without sure. having seen it, because I doubt there's a whole lot of substance there. Yeah. But who knows? It could totally blow our minds. It could. It's possible. Yeah, right. But I think it's most mind-blowing because there's a new movie coming out in 2020. <laughs> it's Bill and Ted. <laughs> it's Bill and Ted. This is the one. This is going to be the one that yeah, everyone's right. like, it's going to set either, uh, you know, set the world on fire or, I mean, the world's already on fire, so right. I guess it can't really do it much worse. But this is going to be the movie that saves cinema for 2020. Ugh. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to actually see a new movie for once. But uh yeah, if, if you want to yeah, join us in watching that, go ahead. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> send us a tweet at Sequelize This uh, on Twitter. Or Facebook. Or Facebook. I mean, you can't tweet us on Facebook. You can't but. tweet us on Facebook. We're working on that. But you can book us I'm on... Talking about, I'm talking to Mark Zuckerberg. He's like, get, dude, you got a lot of people tweet us on Facebook. It's, mm-hmm. it's, everybody wants to do it. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, follow us on Facebook. Uh, email us at gmail.com. Uh, you know what to do. And uh, until next time, I, I've been Dan. I've I've been Chris. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> we're really good at this whole podcasting thing. And this is sequelize this. You guys enjoyed this your week, and I love all of you, Have a except good for one. you, Craig. Yeah, fuck you, Craig. You piece of shit. Mm-hmm.